Everybody talk about it outdoors live at the Gin House, the KT team down here in good old South Georgia. We're swatting mats and we're telling lies with some of the best friends we could have ever asked to have met. It's going to be a fun-filled episode. Y'all stay tuned. Don't pay too much attention to what we're saying because you never know whether it might be right, wrong, or indifferent. We're going to have a good time either way. Y'all kick it up and stay with us. Nicholas Wilson, what are we doing so far from home, my friend? We've made a journey, ain't we, old buddy? Man, we sure have. It's been a long, hard ride to get to this point, and I cannot wait to get this one underway. After we did the episode with Mr. Jason Beard, and we set out to do a fundraiser for the KT team, it became more of a, uh, a fun-filled adventure for us, far reaches from uh, just doing a podcast. Man, our friends showed up and showed out, didn't they? They sure did. Sorry about that static. We got all kinds of audio difficulties going on here. Um, so, can you imagine five weeks ago that we would be sitting in there in this building with the opportunity to talk with Jason again? I would have hoped after he was so excited to be on with us last time that he would want to come on again. Face to face. But now we've got the legendary, the man himself. KT, Carrie Terrell, sitting across from us. And we got a house full, too. Uh, there is a house full of people here with us, too. I love when we got all It looks like a, a limb full of gobblers over there waiting on one hand on it. <laughs> they were ready to pounce on us when we got out of the truck. I was so excited to see us. But, Carrie, Jason, thank you all so much for having us down here this weekend. We cannot thank you enough for the hospitality, the food, the fellowship, and everything that we've been able to share so far. And, hey, we ain't been here about two and a half hours, so it's been fun. So we thank you all very much. Thank you all for coming. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Jason, did you have us pictured as being somebody different? You probably had me as loud as I am pictured as being seven foot tall and bulletproof. (laughs) Well, after our, you know, conversations, it seemed like I've known y'all for years. So yeah. Kind of, kind of seemed like I knew you before you got here. So it was. Uh, I'm, I'm glad y'all down, man, and looking forward to the weekend. And uh, already, I, I can tell y'all some good folks. You know, you come down and uh, blessed us already. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it was a blessing getting the opportunity to speak with you. It was a blessing to follow your journey. And uh, I know Nick's been wearing KT out left and right about us coming down here. And it's been a lot of fun to hear that, you know, as it goes with a journey, anytime we start doing something. What just happened there? Your phone go crazy? No, I think it's just that cord. Go ahead. I can't even hear. Sorry, wearing a near. We got the bugs worked out. We're working bugs out down here. The gin house, we in the, we're in the gin house. There may be a power module going off or something. It's backfeeding. Anyway, as we went through the opportunity to get down here and speak with you guys and, uh, and come to it, it's been a journey in itself because we set out in the beginning doing the show with Jason, and we wanted to talk with, uh, with our fellow listeners and everybody that followed our podcast about doing a fundraiser. And when we first started talking about it, nobody knew who it was. And I'll be honest with you, when Nick and I first dropped it out, we had no idea who it was going to be involving or what it was going to be involving. And we didn't get any support to start with. And I told Nick, we did a podcast one night, I said, you know what, I'm tired of hearing all these people talk about, you know, they're going to help us out with stuff. And I did a Facebook Live that night. And I told him, I said, this is what it is. This is what these guys do. Y'all know me. Y'all know who I am. Y'all know where I come from. This is something I'm getting behind. 
and before the morning they had poured it onto us. I mean, they really had, and they saw it was something we were passionate about. And now we've got people from all over the place asking about the KT team. They're asking about, you know, what's going on with it? Where can we do to help? And we got people that we didn't even get to see that we wanted to go and see that were wanting to do something to help you guys out. So it was it was a blessing in itself in that regard. Yeah, I think this is going to – people's really going to know that we took the time and put the effort into coming down here and showing the, the true love that we have for this that yeah. we've put into it. I was not a turkey hunter, never have been, never claimed to be. But I tell you what, after Jason got off phone that night, I told I told Nick, I said, I'm fired up. I'm gonna start chasing birds a little bit. I was fired up about it. And you did. You ignited that passion and that fire in anything that you do. And that's something I've shared with people. It's almost a testimonial to the life that you've led. And you continue to outreach and speak to people, not through talking, but through the actions you do. You're a never give up kind of guy. What does that shirt you got on say, KT? Be relentless. Be relentless. And that is something you've lived your life by. And people look at that, and I'm telling you, it's an inspiration to anybody that I've spoke with and I've shared your story with. I tell them to go and check it out. And it's something that you have, you, you've lived a voluminous life through that. And I want to thank you personally for saying those things that you say to people and the things that you continue to lead and do, it doesn't go unnoticed. And I thank you for that. Well, thank you, man. Yep. I can't uh, take much credit for that. I kind of. My faith. Yeah. Know, I get my strength from that. So, uh, well, we talked about that a lot in the beginning. You know, right. and, and on the show that we did, you talked about your faith. You talked about having that strength in that. And it's something in the world we live in today. If people would have a little more faith and stuff, they'd be a lot less worrisome about things. You're right, man. You know, they wouldn't get to, to, to sit around and worry about all this stuff. They'd get on their knees and, and put the, you know, the faith in the Lord a little more. They may have a better understanding of what's going on in the world. That's right. So, how about you, Nick? What you got? Nothing, man. Let's get into talking about some turkey talk. We've, like you said, we're getting you in the woods tomorrow. What about that? Nine uh, chiggers going to eat me alive down here. They're going to have my skinny butt for breakfast. <laughs> uh, we're going we're gonna to put you to run in the gun and we break that nest up or something like that. We we put you in there on them. Well, Kerry's done been playing my, my old uh, Marvin Poole special turkey uh, wing ball call. I heard him out there. Pretty good, pretty good old dog, call. Yeah. We're going to get is. on a class after this is podcast. Oh, yeah. tonight. Um, Jason. First and foremost, what I would like to get from you, because I know the night's getting kind of long and we want to go into it with you. How's your season been so far? Oh, man. I, I think it's been my best season, actually. Yeah. It, it's been a lot of fun. I've, I haven't gotten a Georgia bird, but um, called in a few for uh, some of the KT team hunts, and uh, that's been pretty cool. Yeah. So, but we got uh, a chance to go out to Texas this mm-hmm. year. So we went out, me and KT went out, and his wife Angie, we went out to um, some friends, uh, Darian Hyler and and uh, Tammy Hyler, and uh, went out with a friend, Sandy Brady. Man, it was a blast. We spent a week out there. I'll tell you, there's no shortcut to get there. I will tell you that. <laughs> to get to Texas? Wow. The, the ride was pretty long. But other than that, man, we had a blast. We went out um, – they were great, you know, um, did everything they could do to accommodate, you know, my condition, obviously, and and uh, we killed, I killed two Rios, KT got one, and Angie got one, so we all, all ended up with uh, really good hunts and great memories, and they want to do an annual deal and maybe add KT team hunts. 
to their Texas. Well, it's awful funny. Now, you was out there, uh, KT was telling us about you playing a trumpet call. When you come on the show with us, you was talking about having to figure that thing out and figure out how you was going to blow it and everything else. The (laughs) next thing I know, he's a trumpet master, KT. Oh, yeah. That's right. What what was your first take going into Texas? Um, You know, it all was out in the middle of nowhere where we went. And I don't know about y'all, but finding us here in Scriven County, it's about about like where we went. I told him I was like, we found Scriven County, Texas. I mean, it was out in the middle of nowhere. And uh, a lot of different country, you know. Like the trees don't grow any taller than this ceiling. You know, right. They're about 10 foot. Ain't no and, water for them. No, no man. It, it, but you'll get up on a hill and you can see 30 miles, it looks like. So it's, you know, really just God's imagination and right. creation and just seeing something different. But. Turkeys are turkeys, right? And they uh, they gobble a lot all day long, and what, I like that. And what yeah. kind of turkeys is that in Texas? Rio, Rio. Okay, that's an uneducated turkey. Now, well, those trees not those trees not going growing no higher in this roof. Is that what they roost in too? No, they don't. Really? Um, one ranch in particular had a big power line on it, mm-hmm. and they roosted on the power pole. No kidding. They even build roost poles, and uh, the ranch with the power line, it's like they're used to it, and they roost on it. But the uh, one ranch, they're trying to get the birds to roost on uh, roost poles. Okay, yeah, you like because that's that's a deal. You got to find they got to find somewhere to roost. Right. First morning when we drove on that ranch, and I was like, <laughs> three birds roosting on the power line. I mean, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> the, the power lines were full of birds. Really, I've never seen anything like that. Look now, like doves sitting there oh, here. Huh? And that was your first time out there too, correct? Sure was. Mm. What part of Texas was that in? Aspermont. Yeah. North of Abilene. North, yeah. Abilene is the only <laughs> closest town to it. Is that northern it's Texas, southern north, Texas? West, yeah. Yeah, okay. Northwest. Northwest. Okay. It was an experience. How long did y'all stay out there? A week. And y'all all got a bird? Yep. Is it just one bird for non-resident? Four. Four. Four? It rained. We didn't hunt, but. Basically two days. That's right. <laughs> Boy, y'all <was> pumping on <laughs> yeah, y'all. Yeah, yeah. that amount of days. Yeah, y'all had more shells. Yeah. Y'all had a oh, time yeah. with that. Did you find them harder or easier than the eastern? Uh, I think they're easier. The yeah. biggest thing for us was figuring out the, the the distance. I mean, they they sounded closer than they actually was. I mean, because me and Jason, they a bird would gobble, and we would be like, "Man, we need to get down. We need to get down." And the guy that owned the property that hunted out there. He's like, man, that bird's 800 yards. Really? So he was thinking he was 150 to 200 yards, but the sound just carries, and it, right. was, it was hard to figure that out. And uh, It was funny that the way you can call it, we're so used to when a bird gets committed, we're like, we need to hush. Well, you know, those birds, you got to pour the coal to them. I mean, it's, just keep on blowing. And, and Jason actually said after that first day, he said, man, I – I could write, they'd write a book about me out here, you know, <laughs> if I lived out here. <laughs> they, but, uh, they get on to me all the time for calling too much. You didn't get a dry mouth from calling too much, did that, you, Jay? That's right. Oh, yeah. I, I, I kind of like to push the envelope a little bit and see how many times he can gobble yeah. and still get to kill him, you know. But uh, so I, I do, you know, I'm aggressive. And you can be aggressive out there. I mean, you can pour it on, buddy. <laughs> Is it true about the spur length out there? They're – Bigger and sharper in Georgia? No. Mm, we, not where we was at. Yeah, we, yeah. we didn't get – I'm sure there are a bunch of them. Yeah. But uh, we um, 
We did, we got pretty. I mean, it was decent. Mm-hmm. How was the terrain going out there? Was that was that a was that in the back of your mind going out there? How you're going to get around, or had they already kind of set it up for you? No, that was you know planning, pre-planning, figuring out when we got there. That that was a big deal because one ranch it was it was weird. It was completely clay, and then the uh, other ranch we hunted on was sand. Beach sand, I mean, pretty much. Really? Yeah, very soft. <clears throat> so the first day we hunted on the uh, – we were watching the weather. So we hunted the ranch with all the clay before it rained because it got slick, and then the, the one with the uh, sand after that. But, yeah, and, and that's what we'll – plan for next go around like we got to take some modified probably golf carts and you know some different equipment because it, it was tough like we loaded me on a trailer and kind of pulled me around by well the i side bet that was fun riding on that trailer oh we got bogged down it poured yeah. down rain yeah. so it was, it was an experience. we put up a pop-up line over the trailer just keep me kind of dry you know halfway dry but it was uh i hope you had a good driver jason he, 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 yeah, <laughs> it, it all, you know, it, I mean, man, I went to hunt turkeys. I was, you was ready to go. We was going to ride trailers. Yeah. He was going to get out. He's got a caterpillar dozer. He was going to get out and scrape the roads if he had to, you know. Yeah. It was a big team effort and we pulled it, you know, did what we had to do to go hunt the turkeys. But they, they were gobbling and KT said this for years. Can't kill him at the house. They gobble in the rain, the <laughs> cold, the wind. Just go. So what was neat about that too, Jason, is is Darren. He looked at everything we done, and he said, "Next year, I'm gonna make some changes." You know, he saw what we needed, and he'll. There's no telling what he'll do to make that property. Because, like Jason said, they wanna they wanna have other KT team hunters out there. So sure, <clears throat> they're gonna make it. You know, the more you know, he he. We all learn a lot about. Yeah, I'm kind of like the, uh, the lab rat, you know. <laughs> 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 better, what more, what more uh, uh, optimistic person could they have had for a lab rat yeah. out there to test out <laughs> things run, on? Run me through the course, and then we'll figure out how to smooth it out, you know. <laughs> oh, that's good. Well, I, I'm glad y'all had a great hunt out there, and uh, we're going to have a good one tomorrow. Oh, I'm You know, in podcast land, y'all ain't going to know about this for a couple of weeks, but uh, we sitting down here tonight. The season will be over when this drops. Yep, yep. It'll be over within Georgia, and we picked the last weekend as the opportunity to come down here with everything you had going on traveling the country and the big world traveler that you are, going out to South Dakota and everything else. I've been at home working. Cody's been working himself to death. (laughs) I mean, it's. Now, we don't need to start lying down here, Alex. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and and it's going to be a fun day tomorrow. And uh, like I said, Jason, we want to thank you, you know, for for the opportunity to come down here and be with you um it's going to be fun we're going to have a good time we're going to cut up and laugh and after we had that call with you that night like i said it was it was it was a match made in heaven for us because it was that's what we love to do it ain't about nothing in this world we like better than than helping folks out i don't care if i ever go anywhere else with this podcast what we were able to do for the for the kt team and everybody that supports us you know it, it goes far beyond anything we could have ever imagined. And, you know, like I said outside when we were uh, presenting you with the check, we brought you guys down here $4,400 from North Georgia. But it goes all the way out to the guys in Texas. We had guys on our Instagram reach out to us, what can I do to help? 
we had guys in in South Dakota and in Idaho and Utah, up in Illinois and Florida and Tennessee. Wow. You know, Alabama. Uh, we had companies reach out to us. You know, we we tried to reach out to anybody that we thought would want to help and. We don't ask for much out of folks, but we was like, hey, y'all going to help us on this. And we're going to say, I told them on a live. On, I said, I'm fixing, I'm fixing to start dunning, y'all. I'm fixing to start dunning, y'all. If y'all don't get to calling me and helping me out with this, I'm fixing to start calling out names because I'm ball teams and all this. Well, this is our ball team, and we're ready That's to play right. the game with you guys. And, and we're so thankful for the opportunity to come down here and do what anything we could. And, and hopefully y'all – Put it to good use for sure. No doubt. Jason, I know you got to get on the road. You need to get uh, get some rest before in the morning. Is there anything else that, you know, before we, we send you on down the road for the evening and see you in the morning that you, you'd want to say? Yeah, man, we'd love to thank uh, y'all, obviously, for, you know, reaching out to your supporters. And uh, that's one of my favorite things about the KT team is um, – generosity you know you can experience the goodness of god through that so in ways you can't in scripture and prayer and it's just really cool how god uses generosity to bring people together and and you feel that and i can tell yeah y'all reaching out and you experience that and that's pretty cool because you know you see so much on the news about you know all the crazy people out there but when you get out and do this and you you know you god blesses you with just so many good people you get to meet and that's uh i don't know man that's one of my favorite parts i'm glad that y'all got to experience it for one yeah but you know i'm glad that y'all are part of the team now and we stepped out of faith and start you know took this lease on with the uh the lodge because we need like all our guys have been in hotel rooms, and they're not accessible. And, man, we need showers yeah, and yeah. practical stuff, yep. you know, lifts to be safe. And and that $4,400 will go a long way here, you know, <clears throat> and, and bless so many others. So uh, I know KT feels the same way, but, man, for me, that, uh, that was, uh, you know, we appreciate it. We really do. <clears throat> this This experience like we're having tonight to me is – is part of that. I mean, that's the experience of, that we want everybody to have with the KT team. It's right. not, I mean, it's good to come stay in a motel and go hunting, but this part of it yeah, is, is the KT team. This is what we want the fellowship, the cutting up, the eating together. And, you know, that's, that's all part of our dream or, or you know. You got that experience. right. That's, that's what me and Alex, I know I said it outside. Me and Alex talked about doing this podcast and stuff together and, he can talk the best with anybody, and if I'm around hunting camp, I can talk okay. But you, we can make these memories, and we can listen to this 10 years down the road and just come back and remember where we talked about it, where we come to them, come from and what we brought to you guys and hopefully keep building from that. And, you know, I don't know what you guys got to do. I know you got some work to do on this. I don't know where the money may go, but God shows just up on time. And you guys may have something that just came up or come up two months ago. Well, hopefully that will – Hopefully that was the blessing that you guys are looking for if, if there's been something on your mind. And, and we'll probably get into this later. Yeah. But this is part of when Jason wanted to start sharing this, and I might have told you all that Jason said, you know, I want to start sharing this. And, and I said, why? Yeah. Why? You know, because we only have so much time to hunt together. His answer was, 
you'll see. Yeah. That's all he would tell me. And this is that's it. Part I mean, of it. How how we got to be friends. Exactly. Because, you know? That's amazing. It is. It ain't KT team, it's KT family. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And that's, that's exactly I think right. that's the thing I've been thinking about more than anything else coming down here, you know, after hearing Nick talking to you and you know, we get down here and it's just it's been that way. Oh, yeah. We gonna Josh at each other. Y'all gonna hey, listen, oh, yeah. y'all gonna have to put up with my loud mouth telling Nick <laughs> all the time now. Y'all gonna have to y'all gonna have to talk to us all the time. And it's it ain't made me no more want to go turkey hunting, but it has made me want to come down and spend some time down here at this camp. Food like y'all fed us tonight. It'll make a right. skitty more like me grow a little, I guarantee you. Well Jason Jason's kinda tired. He's been up since three o'clock this morning with turkey hunting, but you get him pretty fresh tomorrow. He'll he'll fall right in there with you. And oh yeah, he'll uh, he'll 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 he got full belly too. He had oh a, yeah, oh yeah, had a big old plate of food. <laughs> he'll he'll there. cut right there with you now. Yeah, all yeah, that yeah. all that fried turkey and quail and and it's it's May fourteenth and y'all have already got squash down here. Yep, right. Mm-hmm. That's unheard I'm of. Jealous. I know. <laughs> that actually came from our the people that own our KT team property that we hunt in Bullock County. The, uh, well, I'm glad it came from them because I Edfield sure do like family. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that is awesome, Jason. We'll be seeing you tomorrow for sure, um, and it's going to be an opportunity that we've been looking forward to, and uh, we cannot wait for that. So, um, who we want to get on here? Hey, you gonna have to pick the next guest. Is it going <laughs> to be? Is it going to be Mr. George? Is it going to be uh, any one I of think the guys? You need to get over? George on here. Yeah, George, yeah. George might. Look, he, he might get long winded though. Yeah. We might better save him for last. <laughs> <laughs> But anybody you want to get on there. Oh, we hey, we can edit with the best of them. (laughs) Well, we'll cut him loose. (laughs) I don't know now. Hey, wait a minute now. I don't want to spend all few days editing now. Don't take the reins off of him just yet. We we got we got certified papers on this one. (laughs) (laughs) We'll cut him loose. Oh God, I'm glad I got my rabies shot last year. The way it sounds, we're gonna get cut, Nick. (laughs) Get you a tetanus shot when we get back home. Oh man. Well, Jason, we appreciate it, and uh, we'll be talking to you tomorrow. So, see you, Jason. Thank you, man. KT, don't go nowhere. You staying right here with us. You're going to have to stay right here while. We're going to adjust a few things around here. It's going to get a little. There. Kill that all the way. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I got it right now. Yeah, y'all decided who's going with Jason in the morning? It don't matter, man. Y'all tell us what y'all want. It's up to y'all. We'll probably stay together. Is that way, him and. Caden can stay together. So, however y'all want to break us up, it doesn't matter. Where you want to? I mean, where do where do you want to go? You tell us. Yeah. We can talk. We can talk when this is over if y'all want. Unless we're going, we got to know now to meet somebody. Uh, I can call. No, actually, Tommy and Edward E is going with Jason, so I can get with him. Okay. All right, y'all. We now we bring in and welcome him to the show, Mr. George Helmy from Guyton, Georgia. Uh, Jason, he's already checked out for the night. Going to go take him a nap and get up tomorrow, and we're going to try to get him on a bird because we done split up that little decision, got settled where we're going to be in the we got morning. got that ironed so, out, didn't we? Got that ironed out real good. Mr. George, we'd like to welcome you to the show, and we appreciate you taking the time to sit with us. Well, I appreciate y'all letting me sit with y'all. It's, <laughs> it's been a blessing being with the KT team, and I guess this is just another blessing. Well, um, tell us a little bit about what you like to do, because you've done been telling us all evening you like to pull that trigger. Well, I do like to pull the trigger, and I appreciate uh, all the support and especially the funds from everybody. It's just overwhelming how far this has come and, and the outreach and um, the support that we've had. And 
you know, I'm, I'm passionate about pulling the trigger, and, and so we can buy. Some, I know some of them go buy some more shells, <laughs> <laughs> but 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 for real, I mean, it, it's been it's been an awesome journey in such a short time that this is taking off. It's really it's getting bigger than what I ever thought it would be. But I'm I'm here for the duration, and I I love the fellowship. And well, how many years have you been involved with the KT team now? You George George started our first year in 2017. He was uh, turkey hunting. We didn't get him a turkey that year, but he's he's pretty um he's pretty tough on the deer. Yeah, he's, he's pretty. You like tough rolling whitetails yeah, up? What I hear. Well, they like to eat <laughs> soybeans and <laughs> these farmers down here. I love it. They'll burn powder. <laughs> Tell us how your turkey seasons went so far. Well. I you know, I I'm kind of rough on morning. Kind of rough on me. I, I kind of I'm lazy, so I went ahead and got them all taken care of. What happened? Well, they come out. So y'all went in. A, y'all went for an afternoon hunt. Well, it was a morning hunt. Yeah, right here at the Jan House. And um, you know, last year I missed a big turkey. Yeah, right I mean, there, uh, same spot, same spot. Man, I I. I had to get a not just a cold biscuit, but a frozen biscuit. Yeah. Oh yeah. That, the boy, them boys giving me a hard time. But in no. my defense, I, I did bring my gun, and it was supposed to be in a twenty gauge. And you know, well, I brought my gun, but somebody was supposed to bring shells and didn't have no shells. So another fellow said, "Well, of course, I ain't gonna mention who's supposed to bring the shells, but he just left." And um, <laughs> <laughs> so. This fella, yeah, I got a 12-gauge. It's got three-and-a-half-inch magnums and blah, 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 blah. And I'm, like, already scared of the gun, you know. <laughs> you know. And, but I do like to pull the trigger, but it's kind of hard to shoot the turkey when you're on the ground. You know what I mean? <laughs> They're talking about shoot him again, shoot him again. And I say, Man, I'm trying to get off the ground. <laughs> you know? But I, I shot right up under him, and he went about six foot high. And anyhow, a couple of, couple of toenails missing, but... Yeah. He, he ran off. He looked like the road runner, you know. So you guys got out there this year, and you guys heard some uh, birds early? Oh, well, not early. Every time we've been going, you know, it's kind of been hit and miss. And um, But, no, Jason got out there, and he, he was calling. And I was about to freeze to death, and I'm cold-natured. And I was about to go to sleep, and all of a sudden I heard – some hens open up, you know, and I'm thinking somebody's messing with us. I mean, it can't be no hens, but I mean, anyhow, <clears throat> got my attention, and all of a sudden, I three 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 heads started coming, <laughs> and I'm like, "Look at this hen!" I said, "This might be all right." And sure enough, they come to the decoy, and um, I waited waited till two got lined up, and I, I shot and killed them two, one shot, and then. The other one kind of limped off. Did um did anybody tell you to shoot that morning, <laughs> <laughs> or did you just shoot? Well, I had. Who did I have? Well, I think, yeah, I had Steve with me. So. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So no, I didn't have no coaching staff. Oh, uh, I didn't know if Jason told you to shoot or not. <laughs> well, I, I think I heard something different outside earlier. But it was a turkey. <laughs> and it was, it was, and, and a, I did have to redeem myself. Yeah, you did. Yeah. You did. So right. anyhow, fifty-five yards. I, I was trying to get on him, 
and so I smoked him. <laughs> well, I say I did, and then all of a sudden the other turkeys about I done taking off my my cover and my hat and everything, and here comes five more, and I'm like, where's these turkeys come? I thought it was over. I said, I need some more shells. He done got my gun. Don't shoot! Don't shoot! Jason said, don't give him no more shells. It was good. It was good. That was a good hunt. Well, during your time with the KT team, what do you think's been the most inspirational thing to you that you've seen come from it? Just a fellowship and being able to touch other lives and bringing everybody together and, you know, and just how spiritual it is and, and the faith-driven and and everybody's, well, we're brothers. That's right. It's just That's not right. a team. It's friends, building friendships and and just pulling the trigger. That's that's. That's a bonus. That's part of it. Yeah, but that is a bonus, right. Yeah. Right. Well, we continue yeah. to talk about that with anybody we talk with that, you know, the the kill part of it, once that's over with, you know, they don't even realize the conversations that's coming after it or that's came before sure. it, you know. And, and people that don't really get out into the outdoors and get to enjoy it, they don't see this part. You know, right. on the on the TV screen and the videos and everything else, they don't see the fellowship part that we, we pulled down a dirt road to a house we'd never been to in our lives, and we walked in here, and we was immediately friends. Right. No matter where you go right. in the hunting community, it's continued efforts like that that keep us going, and it's right. what we need to. It's what we need more of in the world, you know, because it don't matter where you at, what you doing. If you're a hunter, you're trying to help somebody out, unless you're in it for the wrong reasons. And these people in it for the wrong reasons, just like these people in government or church or anything else that go for the wrong reasons. And if you don't get inspired by by Jason, I mean. Goodness gracious, it's just amazing. Yeah, it is. He's trapped. Yeah. But but he's got people, you know, he's got more friends than, I mean, it's just amazing. Yeah. It's hard for me to talk about it. Well, we appreciate you talking about it. And like you said earlier, KT, we take for granted a lot of things. And you was talking about riding around with the top off a golf cart. That's right. And I've walked down a many a dirt road and looking at the ground and looking at everything going on around me. I don't think to look up that much. Well, that's one of the things that when we started this thing, I've always been this way, you know, when me and Jason Hunter or whoever, I put pressure on myself to make the – I want I want him to get a deer. I want him to get a turkey. And that was – and it didn't take me long to find out. I mean, George is one of them. Just getting out there. Yeah. Seeing the woods and – you know, the, yeah. If we if we get something, that's fine. But just like you talking about riding around on that golf cart, you know, just I hadn't hunted for twenty five years. I got involved deer hunting. I I done lost all passion for deer hunting. Right. You know, and then you get somebody that wants to wake you up. When I killed that ten point last year, yeah, I didn't want to go hunting that morning. <laughs> Zach called me up, and said George and and Jason on the other line. Hey, you he came in the background. Get your sorry butter. <laughs> hey, do you understand it's nine o'clock? I ain't even had my my hot tea yet. <laughs> What's wrong with y'all? Oh. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We went and sure enough, the good Lord blessed us with a ten point. I mean, we done watching a four point and a six point out there playing and all that. And 
all of a sudden, shazam, there you go. <laughs> you know, and it was like we all having a good time and cutting up and talking and shazam, where did that come from? <laughs> oh, it's awesome. a shooter, it's a shooter, it's a shooter. Man, the good Lord knows how to bring us together. Yeah, absolutely. That's right. It's like, absolutely. You said yeah. a mouthful right there. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Let's back up a little bit, Kerry, if you don't mind to tell us a little bit. Um, you know, we got Jason's side of it, but how did you guys actually get started in this? Um, well, me and Jason met probably in 2000, 2001. Um, and a guy actually threw my calling competition. A guy said, man, I got a guy I want you to take hunting. He's paralyzed. And my first thought was, yeah, you know, I'll do my good deed. I'll, you know, this, this, I'm going to waste a day, and, but I'll help somebody, you know, just that thought selfishness and jason actually met me the the guy that wanted me to take him on a hunt on the machine shop and he had been working on jason's gun mount so jason come over for mr charlie boswell owner of kicks and comp and choke uh choke tubes and he said jason's out there go out and talk with him and i didn't know how to act i've never been around a handicapped person you know Pass and bypass. Well, I, I didn't know how to act around him, and I got to talking to him, and I'm like, man, this this dude's got the same passion I do for hunting outdoors. And um, I said, well, this this might be all right. So the first morning we lined it up for maybe that Saturday, and well, I met him wherever we was hunting. The guy had already built a blind, so we uh, drive down in there and it's dark, unload. And I'm like, what can I tote? What can I tote? And I look around. I'm looking for Jason. Well. I looked out going down the road, and there's two sets of little lights on his chair. He's gone. He knows where the blind is. He's took off by himself <laughs> in the dark. I'm like, man, this this dude's ready now, you know. So, of course, we get to the blind, heard some turkeys, and pretty good ways off. And um, I'm sitting on the outside blind. Jason's on the inside of the blind. And he says, there's two gobblers in the field. Well, they three, four hundred yards. I'm like, this boy ain't hunted enough to know what a gobbler looks like across the field with no binoculars. Well, sure enough, it's two gobblers and a bunch of hens. So I start calling, get them up there close. And one of the birds is about 30 and the other one's about 50, 45, I guess. And he won't never shoot. And I'm like, man, he needs to shoot. He can't, you know, I could hear his gun motor. You can hear that gun motor going up and down and left and right. Never would shoot, never would shoot. And I'm like, this ain't going to happen. Well, I didn't know it, but he was lining them up. He pulls the trigger, and both turkeys fall. <laughs> <laughs> and, and y'all, I've, I've, my wife killing her first turkey. My kids, both my boys, was special. That was, that was a special deal. But the next thing I knew, I heard Jason, and I don't know if y'all heard him on some of these hunts when he shoots a deer or a turkey. It's a woohoo! He's got that. He does. He did that. And just his reaction. I've never had that feeling. Next thing I knew, I'm standing over there bawling like a baby. Right. I'm like, what is wrong with you? You know, I never had that feeling. And I was like, I want some more of this. I've never, I didn't, I just, it was amazing. And well, with Jason, you got to have help. I mean, I didn't know how to strap him in the van, was scared to drive him. And finally, I said, you know what, for him to go, we're we going to make it happen. So I got up the nerve and, you hadn't met these guys yet. Well, some of them, you know, just like Tommy and Edward E. and some more guys that I hunted with. I said, man, y'all meet me at the house at so-and-so property. 
we bring in Jason to hunt. So that's kind of how the team started. These guys would meet me on, but I'd go get Jason and go back to my property and we'd hunt. And from then on, we just, you know, started. It was tough because it was a different hunt. Y'all see tomorrow, it's a different hunt. You People say uh, calling is not a big part of it. With these guys, it's a big part of it because you can't go in there to him. So we had, and we started making it work. You know, we figured out ways to kill turkeys and, I don't know, Jason would kill one or two a year with me. And then in 2017, we had a successful hunt one morning. And, you know, usually I'd get off and when I could take Jason, I would, you know, getting off work. And we get back to the van. He he, We sit down talking and he said, Gary, I want to start sharing this. I'm like, what do you mean? He said, I want to share this with other guys in my position. And I said, well, Jason, why do you want to do this? And I, like I said a while ago, he said, he said, well, I just want to start sharing it. And I said, well, I don't have so much time off of work to take you. He said, well, you'll see. You know, you'll see what I'm talking about. And he did a testimonial that day on camera, and it was it's it's on our Facebook page. It's it's pretty powerful what he talked about, and he wanted to name it the KT team. And I was like, no, it ain't about me, man. You know, it's, we'll, we'll do this thing, but it ain't about me. We'll name it something else. And that's the only time we've ever had a kind of an argument or disagreement. <laughs> and he told me, he said, you know, you've inspired me to want to share this with other people. I said, no, you're the inspiration, not me. But I understand now what he's saying, that when he said you'll see, just like with George, you know, I've seen George really. I met George for the first time on a turkey hunt, and – George was just, you know, he was cut up and all that, but he was like, really? I, I ain't believing I got up at 3 o'clock in the morning to come do this. And, <laughs> and and now, I mean, you see some of these videos, George, he's he's telling us things we need to do. I mean, he's just give George a passion. You know, I mean, you you just help people live out their passions, and, and it, that's what Jason meant when he told me you'll see, and I've seen it over and over in the last three years, and, it's story, and y'all see it. I mean, it's it's amazing how it changes people's lives. Just to be able to live out their passions, like I told y'all earlier, it's so you, you forget that could be us. I mean, you love turkey hunting. I love turkey hunting. Next time we get or whatever, we could walk out that door and fall and be paralyzed. That's right. And we still want a turkey hunt, and that's what the KT team does. We we coming to get you. But that's that's kind of how me and Jason got started with it. That's awesome, man. That's. <laughs> That's yeah, a big cold chills hearing that, that story. That's a, I mean, that's a that's a great story, man. And for you to go through that, like Alex said outside during the video, for you to take your time and do that, and along with everybody else that's helped him, and you know, I know he's just as appreciative well, as you are just, to be able to take. We're, we're friends. We're best friends. I mean, he's like a brother to me. You know? Yeah. And like I say, he he loves it. Y'all see his passion for it all. He loves it, but he's. A good example, last year, he's got a buck at his house. It's probably, this year, we we'll, may get to the 150. I don't know. He's a monster. He was he was a big buck last year with kickers off the G2s. And every day, he's coming in there, coming in there. And I said, Jason, man, go back and kill that deer. He's a trophy buck for this area, you know. You know what his, his answer was? Ah, let's, let's let some of the handicapped guys kill him. Man, you're you talking about selfless? Yeah, that's, that's, he, he wants to see that. He wants to see that same passion that he's seen right. in your face, 
out there yep. in that food plot that day when he killed yep. those two deer on somebody else's face. Yep. So it's uh, two turkeys. Two turkeys. Sorry, two turkeys. Two turkeys <laughs> yeah, he's done that several times with me. He, really? he likes to line them up. Matter of fact, <laughs> we looking at a bird one day with inch and a half spurs, and I'm like, "There's three of them there," and I'm like, "Jason." You know, the one on the left, big bird, big bird. Well, when he shoots two falls on the right, two little two-year-olds, he said, I had them other two lined up. So. <laughs> well, them, them two uh, inch and a quarters add up to be bigger than that one inch and a half. Right. So I guess That's he wanted right. to add it together. Yeah, I mean, he may look at it as, hey, you know, just like we said, we could go out and get paralyzed or we could go out and not have another day here. So maybe he looks at it in a little different light. So that we all need to look into, you know. We need to walk around with our, with our faith held high and, be well, glad we got today. And that's like this this morning, I didn't work today. And like I posted, I posted this earlier on Facebook. I was driving down the road. I, I was headed to the gym this morning. And uh, it was a little later than normal. I got behind the school bus. And I wasn't really paying that much attention to it. I've been thinking about coming down here and how excited we've been and everything. Kind of got busy with work this week. Let it frustrate me a little bit, more than I like to. And uh, I got behind the school bus, and I pulled up there, and I stopped waiting on – this little boy to get on the bus, and his I guess it was his grandma was there with him, and uh, she was helping him get on the bus. She'd give him a big old hug. He was just a grinning. He turned around three or four times and waved, and then he got on the bus. He was waving out the window at her, and she was waving back at him, and it hit me in that moment that somebody else in the world right then was waving to somebody they loved for the last time, and they had no idea that was the last time they was going to wave at right. her. And that's something that – that stuck with me, and I had a lady, I, I posted that on Facebook, and I had a lady call me this afternoon. She said, you don't know what that meant to me to read that. She said, you know, I've done that. She said, we need to slow down. And Nick and I talk about it all the time. Just slow down. Just smile. Just be happy. You know, why can't we be happy about, you know, coming down here and spending a weekend? Or why can't we be, you know, and it goes every single day. We all got things that frustrate us, but we got to learn to be happy a little bit more and smile. That's right. Because you never know, hey, that person, what they're struggling with over there, you got to smile at them and be happy about it. And that's, I think that's the continued thing we see with the outdoors. you got to try to love each other. Yeah, I mean, more. yeah. And I think there's more out there than the media believes. Well, the world don't want us to believe that there's love out there that's and right. there's, there's care. You know, ugly. it's just they yeah. want it all ugly because that's the <clears> – negativity is more publicity than anything. You can be doing a thousand good things – Nobody wants to pay attention to that. But you do one bad thing, and you everybody in the world wants to focus on that. And we've all lived a lived a life. We try to live a good life and do the right thing, but we all live with sin. And and, and we've done things. And hey, don't be casting stones at me. I know I know good and well somebody else has done something, and that's. But it, that meant a lot. Just that, those little moments like that, and that's you know we continue to to talk about those little moments and what they you know mean to us and stuff and. We could sit here all night and talk about it. Well, no, good, no, good, we got George here. Nobody's good, perfect, that's for sure. A good example with George is as far as you don't think this stuff is going to happen or, you know, we out there hunting or whatever. We, the, the guy's land we hunted in Texas, Darren Hyler. We met him in Nashville at the NWTF convention. Well, he got to liking what we was doing. He bought us a hydraulic deer stand and – you know, we got our spots on our property with our ground blinds. Well, we had a good spot. We put this hydraulic deer stand where we draw. I kind of make it fun. I let our hunters, when you get their draw for stands, and some's better than others, let them pick at each other. Well, George drew the hydraulic stand. I didn't think nothing about it. Well, George got the hydraulic stand. Well, 
I mean, I heard this outside. This yeah. is good. I mean, George awesome. used to be a work for the power company, but mm-hmm. so he was up in a bucket truck. He hadn't been off the ground like that since he got injured. And I didn't know what that meant to George. He got up in that hydraulic blind. Hey, why did George draw that? That's, there's a reason George drawed that Absolutely. blind. I didn't and care if I seen it there or not. He said he almost cried when he got up in high. You know, that's yeah. stuff we didn't think was going to happen with this thing. He he got to get up in the air again. You that's know, right. I mean, that's yeah. little God's things good. that. That's right. That's yeah. right. And then that afternoon, him and Jason was arguing. Jason was going to pick him a little bit. He said, well, I'm going to the hydraulic blind this afternoon. And George threatened to crimp his hose on his, <laughs> on his chair <laughs> and <laughs> cut his air off and all kinds of stuff. So, oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, don't be messing with my hydraulics thing. I mean, we all can do whatever you want to tomorrow. But not so that, that's some more that Jason said you'll see. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. yeah. That's why he, he knew, you know. And, you know, me and Jason are so much alike, you know. Um, he got hurt in Briar Creek, fell down. You know, they was jumping off the diving accident. And he loves the river. And he's Griffin County boy, and I'm effing half County. I was doing the same thing, Ebenezer. Of course, he got hurt. Of course, I didn't get hurt in a diamond accident. I got hurt on a motorcycle. But we both love the river. We both love speed. We both love pretty much everything. It was just me and him talking. It's, it's so much. We're we a lot of life. We yeah. got hurt in 95. got hurt in 93. But we, we even got an O'Brien ski, you know, that you have to put – some slick them on your foot to even get on, run eighty mile an hour, however fast you want to go on it. So you know what I mean. Now, now, did you know Jason prior to I, the KT team? I did not. Okay, so that um, brought y'all together too. It brought us together. Yeah, it did. That's like awesome. I said, that's another way the good Lord works. That's right. And 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 now we we talk just about every day, and and this place is kind of a passion for us, you know. When it's growing. It is growing. Well, it's the first night here. Well, you're talking about that the way the way Jason explains things. We we went and did a testimony in a church in South Georgia. And Jason had he's got this big long term dream or plan for the KT team, and I mean it's it's a lot of money. What he's talking about buying a piece of property, building a facility, and it's it's hard for me to see or was say was yeah. Hard for me to see that. And we cried. And I said, Jason, I got a problem with your long-term dream. I said, I just can't see us raising millions. We can raise 30000 a year maybe and lease land, buy a golf cart here and there and feeders and whatever, you know, like we do it. His answer was then, you're lacking faith. He was right because I can see it now. I can see it. I mean, look. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. You know, and that, that was his answer. It wasn't a long, drawn-out thing. You're lacking faith. You flat out told me like it was. <laughs> and that, that's true because hey. there's things that I'm here now and seeing that could happen, and it is possible. Yeah. You know, that's, that's unreal. With the faith. He's contagious. Absolutely, he is. Um, Nick, you want to hit Mr. George with your, with your questions? And uh, let's, let's get, get one of these other fellas oh, in here. Here we go. Yeah. George, um, it can, this can be hunting related or anything related. Do you have a piece of advice that you would give someone in the day-to-day world? We, we try to take this in the outdoor world, but if you want to use it to something else, use it. I mean, just something that maybe you picked up on a long time ago or you still use today. 
Well, if you love somebody, for God's sake, tell them. Mm -hmm. And don't let them get away from you. Amen. Yeah, I agree with that one 100%. And stand up for, for what you believe in. And just love each other. Yeah. You know, be nice to people. That might be the best answer. We, we ain't had, had that one. Yeah. No, we ain't. We, we get a lot it. of the same answers, Mr. George, and we ain't that had that one. we ain't heard yet. Yeah. Well, I, they say the good Lord tell you what, put it on your right. lips, what you, what you need you got to that say, right. I believe that. You got that right. You just got to, you know, have faith. I believe that, man. A lot of times when I write these, I'm, I'm terrible at it. As you guys probably seen, I'm terrible at writing a Facebook post or something like that. These guys are... These guys do it nine to one over me, and I'm terrible at it. But if I just ever get on there and just start doing it, I just feel like God just giving me the words to write down. But what are you most thankful for, George? My family and friends and just the good Lord giving me each and every day and just my faith. There you go. Yeah. That's, that's a common answer we keep coming in, back to. In Jesus Christ. Yeah. My Lord and Savior. Yeah. Comes back to it, man. There's so many people out here that, that just don't have that. No. And, I don't know and, how. And, and, I, I've been I, through a lot. I, don't, I know y'all don't know me, but right after I killed that temple and I, I broke my hip, was in the hospital for a couple of I didn't think I'd ever do this again. I really? really didn't. I, I was in the hurt locker bad. and um, But he keeps healing me. Yeah. You know, you can't give up. Give up. That's because he's not through with you. Amen. <laughs> Amen to that. Yeah. Yep. And what? you know, I had blood poison too, and, and I think things happened for a reason because he knew I wasn't going to go to the hospital or whatever. And yeah. And um, so he broke my hip to, to get everything <laughs> else healed up. He usually does that, don't he? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Mr. George, we sure appreciate you you coming on here and talking with us a little bit. Man, I appreciate y'all. Like I said, it feel I feel like I've been knowing you all my life. Well, you're gonna have to put up with us for a while now. Oh, that's like wonderful. That's wonderful. <laughs> and and I appreciate y'all and and all the support that you know. And it's just amazing. Just like y'all present us with that check, man. It's just overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah, man. We appreciate that. Well, Thank y'all so was, much. That was no problem whatsoever. It was our pleasure. So, uh, well, I hope that's the first of many that we can do for you guys and along the way. And I know we will. I know this will. It's going to blossom. Just wait and see, right? Just wait and see. <laughs> Have a little more faith. That's right. That's it. That's right. That's what it's all about. <laughs> Mr. George, we sure appreciate it. And we're going to be we're gonna be talking to you some more, I'm sure. We're going to get another one of these guys on there. Get them on. Okay. Them a little bit. Y'all be good. Yes, sir. Thank you. Bye-bye. Nick, we already had a great night already, and we're going to add another guest to the list. They're keeping them rolling, baby. Another member of the KT team is here with us, Mr. Tim Wall. Welcome to Talk About It Outdoors. Thank you for having me tonight. We appreciate you being here. I see, I see him in everything. Really? Yeah, I see him in all them pictures. I see him out there in the dove field. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. What's your favorite thing to hunt? Uh, probably dove, but deer and turkeys right there with it. Right. Mm -hmm. Killed any turkeys this year? Gotten two. So, boy, I tell you what, these boys some hammers watching this take some lessons. <laughs> yeah, well, Cody Did you get some with the KT team or yourself? Uh, both of them with the KT team. Jason actually called both of them in for me. Really? Mm-hmm. 
You, yeah, you, that was the first of the season, Jason. He was kind of bragging. I done <laughs> called in five. How many of you called in? <laughs> Picking at me. Do you call any, Tim? I haven't. No, but I want to start some. Do you? Yeah. I ain't much on calling myself. <laughs> That's something I've never got into is turkey hunting. And then Nick took me when I was probably well, we're still in high 17, school. Yeah, 16, 17-year-old. I made a rookie went. mistake, didn't I? We got on. I, I said, hey, them turkeys are going to be over yonder. And he I didn't located, know the lay of the land. We got over and sat down, and they was just, oh, oh. I was like, oh, here, I'm fixing to kill me a bird right here. He said, we got to move down this ridge. They were going yards. away from us, but I didn't know the lay of the land. We went down the ridge 50 yards and turned around that turkey standing right where I sat. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. And we he, sat there, he, and I, I probably moved. I'm he tried to fidgety. sneak around on his knees, and it didn't work out for us. I'm pretty fidgety. So. <laughs> I don't get. I don't. I don't. That's the last time well. we turkey hunted together. Yeah, tomorrow be number time. two. Yeah, well, was that seven? About seventeen years ago. <laughs> Good span. Maybe we. Maybe we can see one die tomorrow. So, Tim, where'd you grow up at? Down here in South Georgia. I did. I grew up right here around um, Statesboro and Brooklyn area. Okay, and grew up deer hunting, turkey hunting, everything. Or did you no, get into not it later really. On? Um, I did a little bit of deer hunting before my accident, and then really got into it after I met Jason and KT and all them. And you've been, he's been with you since 17, too? Mm-hmm. What year was it? our first first year with us, did you? No, I think it was second the second year. year. Okay. It was the second year I came in. What year was your accident? I had my auto accident in 2001. So a little over 20, about 20 years ago. Wow. And I guess, and, and I'll, I'll, I've asked this, when you got involved with the KT team, did it did it change you? It did. Yeah. So it really did. Um, just seeing the passion that everybody has and then, Looking at Jason, and I don't think I've seen him not smiling or not enjoying himself, and it's you know it's really an inspiration. Yeah. So and we talk about that a lot. I mean, we tell people all the time, you ain't gonna see somebody that don't that don't smile more than him. I mean, I like to grin, but he likes to smile. <laughs> sure does. And that so when you when you got out there and got back with it with these guys, what was the first animal? Turkey. Deer. Deer. Oh, yeah. Okay. Got back out there. Um, got two that year with them. So, well, I bet the I bet y'all's taxidermy and processing bills are <laughs> through the roof around here. <laughs> you said you killed seven last year. Killed seven deer last year. Yep. Good night. I think mine and Tim's first hunt. You know, I I archery hunt. I shotgun hunt. I rifle hunt. I you know do pretty much do it all. Mine and your first hunt was archery hunt. Early bow season. And we hadn't talked a whole lot about it, but I knew Tim's actually a tournament shooter. He's he's a heck of an archery shot. And I didn't know that then. Well, I'm like, well, we're going to go archery hunting. I'll have to help this guy out. Well, he was sitting there telling me stuff about archery. I didn't know. I'm like, ooh. I mean, he he, (laughs) Really? Yeah. Compound? Compound, yes, Yeah. You still do it today? Still do it today when my shoulders let me. But, yeah, I still try to compete as much as I can and then also coach. What kind of bow you shoot? Botech right now. Man, we ain't heard that one yet. Uh-uh. <laughs> we is always that the new, is that the new one? Uh Botech the Rectin thirty eight is their tournament bow yeah. for this year. Or last year. What draw? Uh fifty pounds, thirty and a half inches. So you a long draw like me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Left or right? Right hand. Right hand, okay. Yeah. And it, do you find it with that long draw, do you find those shorter axle to axle bows harder to shoot? Or do you I do. Yeah. That's why I'm thirty six inch axle to axle or longer. Yeah. Um, the shorter ones, you know, you got some of these bow companies now has got 28-inch axle axle. I'm pulling two and a half inches longer yeah. than what it is axle axle, yeah. and it's not comfortable. 
for me. Well, I tell you what, this year the first time I've always shot something over thirty three inches. Every time I've bought a bow with a thirty and a half inch draw length. This year I bought a twenty nine and a half inch axle to axle axis by Hoyt. It's their okay. new bow. Mm-hmm. And the riser's longer than than normal. And I tell you what, it's a shooter and it's comfortable. I mean, I like the bow, and, and I never would have dreamed I would have liked one that short axle-to-axle, axle, but I finally found me one. <laughs> I'm tickled to death because it's easier to maneuver mm-hmm. around. Right. So when you're when you're getting out there and getting in the woods, what's your favorite part about it? Just seeing everything wake up in the mornings. You know, it's um, get out there, it's pitch black, dark, kind of get everything situated, and then everything just starts waking up, and it's amazing. Who was it? Um, it was Greg Glessinger from Drury Outdoors. We had him on the other day, and he said that – outdoorsmen whether it's hikers or campers or hunters or, or fishermen or anything see more sunset or excuse me sunrises than anyone else in the world i agree mm-hmm. and that's that's the key thing i think to the outdoors we get to see them more kt i didn't mean to cut you off a second ago you was telling about his hunt but he kind of you kind of oh, sparked yeah, interest yeah. with Sorry. me when when uh you brought up oh, the bow um i don't t- think we actually got one that day but tim it you know some of our guys that goes hunting you have to kind of I mean, you want it to be fun, and, and I'll stay there. I mean, I just love being in the woods. If turkey's not gobbling, I'm, and they're there, I'm like, they're going to gobble sometime this morning. Mm-hmm. But some guys, if it's not going on, Tim is one of our hunters. You're like, man, are you ready to get? No, I'm good. I'm good. So, you know, Tim, and that's part of the reason he's had so much success with, with the deer and the turkeys is he's, he'll stay right there with them. But he's, he's killed some of our biggest deer that we've killed with the KT team. Tim's a heck of a shot with a bow, rifle, whatever. He's he's a good hunter. Yeah, good hunter. Are you ground blind when you're doing? Are you hunt elevated? Um, I think I've been in the hydraulic blind once or twice, but everything's been killed off the ground in a ground blind with a bow and stuff. Mainly with a rifle. Okay. So, but how do you bow hunt? Do you bow hunt now or just competition shoot? Um, I did some bow hunting this past year, and then mainly competition shoot. Okay. You travel around and shoot. Uh, right, regionally right now, um, going just here in the state. Okay. So he might okay. know some. Uh, he might know some. Uh, David in them. David Waters. You ever heard of David Waters? Uh, what's his boys' names? They shoot. There's some boys right. competition yeah. shooters up around us. We don't have many competition uh bow shoots around home. Do y'all have a lot down this way? We've got a few around, but not as many as we used to. Yeah, it, it used to be big everywhere. Did ASA? Yeah. ASA is still was, big, yeah. um, but you got to really travel out of state for those. Yeah, so. you work on your own bow. I do. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I wish I could. Yeah, me too. And, but I can screw. Problem, I can screw a few Allen heads back in. That's about as far. <laughs> well, as my I problem go. is if I worked on it, everybody else would want me to work on theirs too, and then there I'd be with somebody's bow blowed up their face. You <laughs> yeah. tore my bow up, Alex. Yeah. Nah, I ain't doing that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's why. Are you? Do you like the heavier? Everybody's going to a heavier arrow. You like that, or you like a? Um. I do because I shoot such low poundage. I mean, I max out at 50 pounds, so I'm trying to get as much kinetic energy as I can to keep my shots under 20 yards, mm-hmm. 20, 25 yards at the most. Yeah. So. When you shoot when you shoot competition, you shoot out further than that? Uh, competition, we shoot anywhere from two yards out to 101. Really? Mm-hmm. I shoot them fat max, big, big arrows, though, don't you? Big diameter Sometimes. Errors. For 3D, we do, and um, some of the field stuff, but for the longer shoots, it's real skinny, little – Toothpick looking arrows. Really? Yeah. That's pretty cool. What kind of release? Uh, Is it a back true ball, tension? True ball back tension, yeah. That's what I got. You got the uh, safety button on it? No. No? Ooh. I can't. <laughs> no, I'm I can't. I, look here, I got to go. 
I got the pull that finger. The only change I've made in the last few years is I went from this to that hook. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much. So you can find that day in the dark. Hook. Yeah. What kind of bow you shoot, KT? Matthew. Okay. Yeah. Smooth and quiet. <laughs> Cody's on our job in the corner. Yeah. We see. We that's the funny thing about us. Prime Hoyt Matthews. I've been. <laughs> she said she's Hoyt. Yep. Well, I mean, you know, there's got to be two winners in the room. I mean, <laughs> I, and I, and I, I, I bet you Hoyt in the closet too. <laughs> I've, I've been shooting a uh, of Matthews forever, and I, I shot the I shot the new Matthews this year, but. I just have picked that prime up, and I really like the way it felt. So, and that's the thing. There's yeah. a lot of good bows out there, but that's finding right. that what yep. feels like you said, it just fits me. And well, I bought I, I shot there. a Defiant before I bought this one, and when I, I had my accident last year, I didn't I didn't know that I was going to bow hunt again, and I couldn't pull. Gee, the draw weight was at 65 pounds was hard for me to pull. I bought me a crossbow, and then we went through. I went down that route, and I thought, well, I'm gonna try a bow, and I bought that. It's a 55-pound draw, mm-hmm. and, man, you talk about a shooter. I mean, I'm tickled to death have, with it. Have you taken a turkey with, with a bow? No. You want to? I don't know. It's hard enough with a shotgun sometimes. You got that right. That's what I tell people. <laughs> That's what I've been screaming out of my well, let, me tell you go, what, but. let me tell you what Tim's going to have to do. When, when he shoots a turkey, it ain't let him come, let him come. I mean, this turkey's coming and he kills him. Bam! So he's gonna have to learn if he wants to get one with a bow. You got to let him. I mean, he'll pile them up at fifty yards if he has to. What What was that you killed last year? Sixty. Fifty-eight. Fifty-eight. You shooting? You ain't shooting a four ten, are you? No, I'm shooting a twenty gauge. Twenty gauge. Yeah. Everybody's swapping them four tens. Or a lot of people have. Strong. Yeah. They, they yeah. A bunch of people. Yeah. They shooting that was that TSS. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Uh, I don't know. You over here chiming in. I, I try to make turkey talk. I do. I, I bless my heart. He, know, he should know everything about it after <laughs> the spring season. I've learned more about turkey hunting this year that I don't want to hear. I told him as, on the way down here, I tried to play that turkey call and wound up gagging, puking out the window, trying to get that mouth call in my mouth. And they got to yacht, yacht. You're about to learn here just a little bit, though. Well, yeah. yeah. But they got to talking and everything else, and then – I said, boys, I'm gonna be ready to cut my ears out for this weekend's over all this turkey calling because they're all. The and time I can't the get enough playing. of it. I mean, I can listen to it for hours. Mm-hmm. I guess it's just a passion you got to have. Mm-hmm. And I like listening to them drags sing on a bass fish. Y'all doing bass fishing? You doing bass fishing? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I love that fishing. Mainly to put something. Well, in you know, I eat them. I like to eat them. <laughs> I like to eat them. You bring up fishing. I was gonna tell it when Jason was here a while ago. Mm-hmm. Jason. Hasn't fished since his injury. Right. Last summer? Last summer. Yeah, last summer. <clears throat> me and Alfred and I think that was it. I took my boat. And I said, y'all fish off the bank. I think George went. Y'all fish off the bank. I'm going to put my boat in. Well, Jason couldn't fish. He just wanted to go. And I'm out there fishing in my boat. Look over there and Jason, he's laid back and just enjoying watching everybody. I'm like, you know, we got to figure something out. So I go home and talk to my wife, Angie. Of course, she gets to doing some research, and they actually make a reel that's sipping puff. That's crazy. So we start, you know, she gets online and finds this reel, and of course, we got to throw it for him. But her mom and dad bought this reel for Jason, and we presented it to him one afternoon. And he's got a little pond behind his house; it's got fish in it, so. We go out, put a cricket on. I just wanted him to catch a fish, you know, and throw it out there in the court, hit the water, and, I mean, it hadn't quit bobbing yet. 
and a little old three-finger Bram took it. And Jason grabs that sipping puff, reels the fish in, and the fish comes up swinging. I seen a man cry over a three-finger Bram. <laughs> that is awesome. So we take stuff for granted. He hadn't caught a fish in 25 years. A three-finger Bram, you know. Hey, we continue to say it. Take it. Take those little. So moments. he started fishing now, you know, and that's <laughs> and loves it. I mean, y'all, these guys. I'm I'm at work and Jason will call me. What you doing? I'm working. What you doing? We frying fish. <laughs> Him, Tim, Alfred, George. They go fishing some fine bass lake or pond, and they go back and fillet and fry fish now. So. <laughs> Rub it in. <laughs> rub it in, huh? Yeah. He's there slaving away at work, yeah. and he's rubbing yeah. it in. Oh, <laughs> that, gosh. You know, I never thought, you know, we're we going to take some guys hunting. Look what these guys are doing together. Yeah. You know? Well, it's creating, like we said, it's not the, the family. KT yeah. team. It's the KT family. Yeah. And it's it's give give guys with common bonds in a different way that you and I can't understand. These guys can get out there, and they, they understand, you know, the struggles that you go through on a day-to-day basis, whatever it may be. But I'm, I'm telling you, it, it has been – it's been an amazing experience seeing the bond that you guys got, but the way you all just laugh and cut up. And, and I watch people. I'm, I tend to – you know, I may be having a conversation with you, but I'm watching these guys over here, and I see you guys laughing and cutting up. And, I mean, it's like – it just makes me just – just happy. I mean, it just gives you an opportunity to smile about something and, and be, you know, thankful for for anything you got, and that's that's what's cool about it. So, Tim, what's next on your agenda for the KT team? Uh, hopefully, some more fishing this summer and do some more fish for us. Y'all been looking at any deep sea fishing trips? No, no I haven't. No. <laughs> We've actually discussed. We got some guys that's offered. We just got to figure out how to, you know, get them on the boat. And, yeah, I didn't know if it had to be more in, inshore. Or- um, yeah, I mean, we, we working at that. Um, yeah. actually we're going to talk to Mr. Bobby in a minute. He's, he's actually got a pontoon boat now that's handicapped accessible. So okay. may do some lake fishing in okay. the pontoon boats. You can get four or five guys on and that's in the plans. Okay. So. Tim, what's the, the KT team brought to you most of all? I may already ask him that. Did I? I don't no. think I did. Um, a lot of good friends and fellowship, you know, Getting me back outdoors and really enjoying it, but you know, mainly the friends that I've made, and, you know, the fellowship that we have out there fishing, hunting, you know, just doing whatever we're doing, just cutting up, going out to eat, just having a good time. Yeah, you know. Did you foresee that? I know you probably didn't, but did you? Did you ever imagine this would come to this after your accident, or did you just feel like you? There wasn't nothing else to do. No, I mean the way I see it, I've been more fortunate since my accident than I ever thought about before. Yeah. You know, um, traveled, lived all different places, gotten married, um, expecting our first kid this year. Congratulations. That's awesome. So, that, is you awesome. Know, that is awesome. You know, it's been it's been good. So Yeah. And everybody's like, Oh, you know, poor pitiful, you know, you've had an accident and all this stuff and now you're in a wheelchair and I'm like, I've done more now than I ever thought about doing before. Right. So you don't live it and you don't let the the opportunities pass you by. That's one thing I keep hearing you, all you guys talk about. Just take those opportunities and run with it. Whenever you can get them. That's right. That's awesome. That's what we were talking about. You know, we just recently went out of town turkey hunting. My dad's 64 years old, and he's never been. He just retired from work. And, and I said, man, I said, I'm glad we started doing this stuff. I wish you'd start doing it a long time ago because you don't know when these days are coming. And 
we can get out and do these kind of things now. So as long as they're affordable, I'll continue to start doing them. And I believe this podcast has really sparked me to get out of my comfort zone and do something. Yeah, so. that's that's something we've we've it's exhausted opportunities not only for us but for our friends of ours. I mean, we had a guy on from Idaho that Nick hunted with when he was a kid. We had him on the show, and a guy listened to it and called Nick and got his number, and they're going out there this fall on a mule deer hunt. Mm-hmm. You know, and so we set that relationship into motion and we just don't realize how easy it is just to do something if you if you want to do it that's right you put your mind to it and you just got to go take it take it with it and run it if you go save a little bit or (laughs) do a side job do it make some money and go on well i mean we ain't you got plenty of money to spend (laughs) he's been saving a long time he ain't been that's because i've been raking these guys over the coals building these swimming pools (laughs) (laughs) yeah he come dug me a swimming pool and i had to go refinance the house to pay for just the grading part of it (laughs) oh me well nicholas give us hit him with it uh well you heard these questions a little bit ago so you answer them however you feel you need to but what what's a piece of advice that you would give someone um Look at all the blessings that you've been given and don't take them for granted. Yeah. So take each one and run with it. Good answer. Well, tell us something that you're most thankful for. Uh, I'm sure the biggest part is sitting back there behind you. It is. <laughs> it is for sure. My wife and, yeah. you know, our expected kid and, you know, the KT team and everything that they've done for me, you know. Yeah. Just getting me back outdoors and seeing everything again. Yeah. So that's good, man. I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate y'all inviting us down here with open arms and see a smile on your face out there earlier, you know. And um I hope all goes well with the, the new baby and thank you. Everything's healthy. You think appreciate you've it. had fun. <laughs> yes. Hey, due yes. date due dates during the rut, November. Uh, well, you didn't uh, really yeah. think that through, did you? No, we didn't really think that one through at all. <laughs> man, 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 man. May not have the biggest buck come next year. <laughs> oh, I've got two children at home that that die. But you know I, what? I the, thought I was living before I had them. And but you know what? Though? It may be a. You may think it's a bad thing now, but you'll be able to bring those kids out and outdoors with you. That's right. Because that's where you'll probably be more than likely around that time of year. Yeah, my little boy, he he's eat up with hunting. But I tell you what, my little girl, she's my little boy. He likes it. My little girl, she's ready to go. She's ready to load the that's boat. Awesome. And Cody, he drags. We drag. Uh, Little man right here with us. He ain't so little no more. I've known him since he was that big, and now he's he's you know getting up. And Cody's got five kids, so he's he's got a house full over there, and he you know he gets them out in the outdoors, and that's, that's the good. that's the common thing. So, well, Nick, I think we got one more filler. It's been sitting over our patiently waiting. Yeah, he's chomping at the bit. He's, yeah. he's been over there just ready to go, and so. Uh, Let's go ahead and get him on and uh, and see if we can't talk to him a little bit. Let's do it. Nick, we are down to the last contestant of the evening. Final guest. Final guest of the evening, Mr. Bobby Harrell. Welcome to Talk About It Outdoors. Thank you. Glad to be here. Hey, we appreciate you uh, coming down and sitting with us and, and talking for a little while. Well, it's a real opportunity to come over here and hunt from South Carolina. I don't have long a history the KT team as a lot of these other fellas have. Yeah. Uh, I met them, I think, about the year they started. Yep. And uh, we helped sponsor one of the refuges, a deer hunt. Right. And that's when I met Jason. And it was infectious the minute you saw it. And 
You want me to move this over to the side like that? There you go. There you go. Now, now we hear you. There you go. <laughs> and so it was a refuge hunt. Yeah, a refuge hunt, deer hunt that we have, and uh, especially just wheelchair only folks. Right. It, it's a special time. We got about 18 hunters that come, and they set us out on blinds. But at lunch, we have a big lunch, and it's all prepared. And I got to meet Jason, and he had a friend of another friend of ours invited Jason to come to it. How he got there, right? And it was just infectious. His Everyone said this whole night, just watching his eyes. And, you know, he was such a part of everything. There's a lot of paras there, C6, 7 quads like myself and stuff like that. But he was right there with us, and it was, it was something else he was bringing besides the toys that we had. Right. This is how we do this. He had, had that sparkle. You know, and that's something right there that I haven't heard one person mention during any conversations is you said toys. Well, y'all have all got cool chairs, you know, and stuff like that. And it's, it, it becomes a part of your, you know, your everyday life and, and, you know, and what we take for granted in seeing stuff. But the, the, the chairs and stuff, how far have they come over the years? It's, it's been just a long way since I've been hurt. I got hurt in 92, I believe it was. And went to Shepherd Center is where I, I did my rehab. And, in Atlanta? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I work at the Shepherd Center Pretty now. much all our guys, that, I mean, a lot of guys that we have have been to the Shepherd Center. Wow. Yeah. I, yep. didn't, I didn't even think about that. A lot that. of them met. Uh, Jason met a lot of our hunters now that comes at the Shepherd Center. Yeah, the Shepherd Center is one of our, uh, one of our biggest um, customers, that, that the company that I work for now. We do most of the, the access control and the ADO, the automatic door openers, there and and so that's that's pretty neat and I, I hadn't even thought about that and we well, it's a phenomenal place that has been built just like this KT team from this yeah to world renowned yeah and and, and rehab one thing that went went on this year with COVID and everything and you know how it slowed down everybody doing anything we were asked and tasked with the opportunity to create a place for people to see their their loved ones that were at the the Shepherd Center. But they had to be safe. So we put in a gated facility there so they could see each other. Now, it's a gate, but they could bring them outside in an open-air facility, and they were separated by two gates, and we built those gates to go in there. That's and awesome. it threw, you know, and it get, and a lady actually wrote a letter that was she was visiting someone that it gave, and that lady that was there seeing her mother, she said, my mom didn't look great when I saw her on the phone. Now she looks 100% better. And... I think seeing people and interacting with people is that's human nature, and it's a common theme that we see when we get to meet and smile. Smiles are contagious. When you laugh, it makes you feel better. When you talk with folks, it makes you feel better. And seeing you guys down here and get to cut up with one another and how y'all rip, I, that's been one of the funnest things. <laughs> like you said about about what George told uh, Jason about crimping his air hose, that was that was the highlight of my weekend right there. That was amazing. Well, you heard him say something about it. I know you heard Jason something, something about a cold biscuit. Yeah. Well, that started the first year. The guy that actually, Mike Hudson, got us on the hunt, yeah. the That's refuge right. hunt. And um, Jason was in the Shepherd Center with him. Well, Mike went with us that first year, and we called him in a turkey at about 30 yards, and he shot on him, shot his big toe off or something. But we were riding back, actually got it on Facebook. Jason said, I said, well – we going to get. I guess we just go go get a biscuit now. And 
Jay said, I ain't buying Mike no biscuit. I'll buy him a cold biscuit. So now when you miss a turkey or a deer, you get a cold biscuit. Well, when George missed a turkey here last year, we all go back to Jason's for lunch. Uh-huh. Jason's house. And somebody went to the freezer and found a frozen biscuit and made George bite it on camera. So that's our that's our cold biscuit saying when you miss something. That's where that come from. Well, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, you know it now. I want no cold biscuit. That's right. (laughs) What's been your favorite part of being a part of the KT team? It's the camaraderie and the fellowship. I'm I'm not tight in here with them. I'm way over in South Carolina. Right. But I can watch it on Facebook. And Jason and I talk a lot. Terry and I talk every once in a while. He's working. You don't want to mess with a man working, right? Right. (laughs) But anyway, we. I'm not. 100% 100% with it. Uh, two, three years, I guess it was three years ago, wasn't it? Three years ago was the first year they invited me over for a turkey hunt. And, you know, I was thrilled to death and came, and I was battling some, some medical problems at that time. Shouldn't even been there, some sores that I had. Right. But I saw the, what it was that time, you know. I'd met Justin, Jason at the other hunt, and, yeah, he had KT team, yes, yeah, another group. You know, that's, here we got another group coming up. This isn't a group. Yeah. No, it's not. It's not a group at all. It's it's a feeling. Yeah. It's kind of like you know, some songs are songs, but some songs are feelings. You don't hear music, you feel it. And that's when you come here. Came here this afternoon. When I got here. You know, it's there. Yeah. Jason was right there grinning. George was telling a story. Uh-huh. And Carrie was refereeing the whole thing. So. <laughs> <laughs> When's the last time you've killed a turkey? I. It's been four years. I've been in. After that one instance here, I had sores. I've been in and out of the hospital for three years and hadn't been able to come. And you so, you drive, don't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I drive. And, and I'm a little bit unique to it. I, I, I was a wildlife and forestry consultant. That's what I do for a living. Okay. And so when I got hurt, uh, that's what I was doing. Uh-huh. And so they got me to Shepherds, and they had every kind of that going Therapy. They had PT, OT, uh, recreational therapy, sex therapy, any kind of thing you want to have. They gonna teach you right, how to do it. Right. Sitting in the chair, but all I wanted to do was I want more work on the mat. I want to get stronger. I got to get everything I can get out of this place while I'm here. And they sent me to the recreational therapy. The fellow would come up and said, "What'd you do?" I said, "I told him what I did for a living." And a lot of my work, I took people hunting and fishing. That's was part of my Work with all the plantations and stuff, and the guests go. And he said, well, well, we'll get you back hunting. I said, listen, I've caught more fish and killed more deer turkey than y'all can imagine. <laughs> I don't need to do that anymore. That right. doesn't have to be part of my life. I want. I got a family. So I possibly need to get a lot closer. No, I need to get a lot closer with I just don't need. Listen, and so I fought the recreation. I said, okay, fine. So I got the extra time on the mat, and I worked real hard. And they sent me home, and I, I rolled in my house, all excited, of course, crying, got home finally, rolled in my office. There's my stuff hanging, my guns in the corner, and all my big toy, I mean, mounts and stuff. And I said, I screwed up. Yeah. Yeah, because it's, it was part of my life, the outdoors and what it is. And it's, I tell everybody, whether they hunt or not, if you were a musician before, don't quit being a musician just right. because you're in a chair. And it just, that's something I, I quit. I hadn't had enough. And we kind of, we started another group in South Carolina, South Carolina, 
handicapped sportsmen. And we coordinated having hunts all over the state. Had about nine of them at one time. And it's just a lot of fun seeing folks come in that, that didn't know they could get back in the outdoors. Kind of like what Carrie and them were doing. Yeah, that was my passion. Find some kid getting out that he needed a rest. I'd go get a rest for him and, and show him how to use it. And it's just, especially kids, I love to see their eyes light up. You know, I was 40 years old. I lived a pretty damn big life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Done a lot. Well, and, and something that we, we always talk about on the show is mounts and, and seeing them. And, and I don't know if you've listened to anything that we've put out there and, and seen, but one thing we always say is mount the memories. Those animals hanging on the wall, they're, they're not, they don't mean anything to me. The story and the mount of the memory behind them is something that holds true to me. And coming home, like you just said, and seeing those deer, turkey, pheasant, whatever it may have been hanging on the wall, those are memories that you had. And that's, those, that's daddy there. That's my best friend here. That's right. That's right. One, you're right. Yeah, and those are those are the things that, that get you back into it. And, and those just – I just – I cannot say that enough. You know, we've, we've said that for years, that, and, and I've always tried to make people understand when they walk in my house and they see deer on the wall, they're like, wow, you got a lot of deer in here. Or, or you get the negative Nancy. It's like, oh, another dead animal on the wall. Well, you see a dead animal on the wall, and I see a hunt with my dad. I see an opportunity with, you know, one of my best friends that I was able to take a deer here – you know, I see that squirrel right there that I shot the first time I was in I, West Point. I mean, I forget a lot of things in my life, but I can t- I can go back to those mounts and tell you exactly where one of them came from and how it happened and what probably time and yeah. I mean, you can tell those stories, and that's that's the stories that we as outdoorsmen get to share with folks and 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 go through it, and that's that's awesome did, to hear. Did you say. did you get injured at work? Yeah, I was. It's just, I was teaching the kids how to swim into a pond. Swing. Swing into a pond. Yeah. It could be a river, a pond, but it's a pond here. And sometimes I hit my head on the bank and, you know, came to see six, seven quad from there. You know, then went to Shepherds. And, you know, that, that's, it's criminal what happens in local hospitals with spinal cord injuries. Right. It, it's, Shepherds taught my wife, my parents how to t- take care of me. In a regular hospital, they throw you out in the wolves. They don't have to do any of the that stuff that's really tough the stomach but you got to go through it and they don't have a clue some folks i'll go and help a lot of folks they come in you know try to get them some more rehab of some sort that's kind of been what we started our group i started more just people coming out of shepherds or places and you know let them move forward and we had you know about 80 members at one time wow and it, it was it was going strong but then it's kind of fell off and part my fault, but we're going to try to pick it back up. But it's, it's, it's another thing that I did was it handicaps a lot of different things to a lot of folks. Right. And you know, the mobility impaired hunts is what we really push for. Right. And it's, 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 it's been a real blessing to me to see some folks, you know, do something I didn't think they were going to do before. And you know, myself, the same way, I didn't think I was ever going to be able to you know, hunt by myself again. Or turkey hunt. How in the world am I going to get back in the woods and a turkey hunt like I used to? Yeah. And my, I, I killed a couple of turkeys with friends who would take me in, put me here, and do the yada, yada, yada. And they, I'd call them if we killed turkey, but I went by myself. You know, and if you got a minute, I'll tell you 
my first turkey by myself. It, it was on, right there next to the property we live, right across the road, and give me permission to hunt up there, and there was some turkey there. So I got a Kawasaki mule uh-huh. that I got it made, so it was one of the toys. Comes up, goes over, and comes down, and I transfer over into it. Race car seat. Yeah, race car a race seat. car seat is okay. what he's got that swings out and comes down. And I buckle myself in with a race car harness, and then get all. This had, back then, I didn't have the harness, I had this Velcro strap. Uh-huh. It wouldn't have telephones. This was in 93, oh, 4. Didn't have no cell phones back then. Well, they were, they were big enough in the back of you. <laughs> anyway, we, I said, all right, I don't tell my wife I'm going to do it myself. So I slept in my clothes, got in there, and got up and said, all right, time to get. So I, I went to transfer into my manual chair because she didn't let me bring my power chair in the house. And I got in, finally got in my damn uh, shoes fell off. <laughs> I said, well, what difference does that make? You're yeah, right. I, don't, I can't feel my feet anyway as long as I keep them out of the way. <laughs> it don't matter. Not a bit. I said, that, that's no big deal. So here we go. I said, I went out to the porch and there was my power chair. I got to be in my power chair to transfer into the mule. So there's another transfer. <laughs> and, you know, my feet got all tangled up there. And I said, well, I think I can live with that until I get out yonder. So I cranked up, went out there to the shed, got in the mule, drug it across the mud there, and my feet were all nasty. So, you know, big deal. Cranked up the mule, took off. I was excited. Had my gun already out there. And <laughs> it's sort of kind of a swinging thing, like back and forth. Make a long story short, I was sitting there, turkey gobble, got calling to me, gobbling good. I thought to myself, I'm doing this by myself, there's nobody else here. And I said, well, he's got to be right there, right there. And I'm deaf in my right ear. He was right there. I said, dang, so he came into the field. I let him walk back out, and I pulled old big gun, stuck it out that window there, and just flopping around like a goose. I got it. I got a little red dot sight. Once you get that red dot on where you're shooting, right. that's where the shot's going. So I hooked it right here, and I couldn't get it on my shoulder. But I, could, you know, keep on, I finally got there where I could see it. It came back, and I said, all right, this is going to hurt a little bit. <laughs> and I sucked on, my, sucked on my little straw that fires a gun. Gun went off. And I was laying all back down with my Velcro strap with a bow off and laying on the other seat. And, you know, what the heck, and blood all over me, you know, I, said, I sat up, looked up, the turkey was there. <laughs> I said, damn, I got it. <laughs> I couldn't see good out of my right eye, and my teeth hurt. <laughs> yeah, blood was coming. So I cranked up that mule, I was so excited, you know. And first I got my gun back in the rack and all that, you know, and it fell off. And cranked it up, turned it over, and got it. What the heck am I, I going to do now? You know, and I looked down there, turkey. I'm sitting up here, but I got to get, I can't leave him. Bobcat, something's going to get him. Right. I don't believe I killed him. Right. <laughs> That's important. So fast, I do it. So I backed up there and pushed the button, let my seat up. I let my seat down to the ground, you know, right there at the edge of the ground. So I could, I tried to roll that turkey on my lap. I'd throw them feet out in the mud and everything, get them as far as I could out in front of me, try to pull them up between me. And I fought it and I fought it. If I looked down there and his little orange feet were sitting up like that, you know. So I reached down there as far as I could. I could hear that Velcro crinkle. 
Can't go no farther than that. And I got his foot, and I could get my mouth on it one middle toe. And I, I, dang, I, so I got him. I got him up here, you know, and pulling, pulling. And I got him on, on, my, on my lap. And you know how a turkey does? Last he thing he does. He was flopping, I was flopping around. Scared me, hit me, hanging on my tooth. And he flopping. I finally got my hands around him, pulled him together. Oh, oh, God. <laughs> And so I was, I was just so proud. I had him there on my lap, and he was dead. But you know what? You know, turkey shot in the head, twenty yards. Him flopping all over me. Imagine what I look like. I bet blood in the guts. You bleed. I bet your wife was about to flip out when you got back. With anyway, got him in there, threw him down there in the floorboard. By this I, time, you'd probably give out. Oh no, I was excited. I got him. You know, that was it. So I took off up the hill, got across the highway, <laughs> pulled up there and transferred into my power chair and went, went to the house and, and uh, rode in there. And she started screaming when I rode in with my, my power chair, but I got by with it that time. <laughs> she looked at me and said, you know, what, what's wrong? <laughs> and being kind of smart when I am, I, I said, I got in a fight. <laughs> <laughs> And this is the truth. I'm not embellishing a whole lot. You hear that a whole lot. But anyway, I said, I got in a fight. And she knew it was possible. I mean, I caught, he called a trespasser or something like that. It, was, it was a chance. It could have been right. And she said, who with, Tom? And, you know, Tom Turkey was, I think, I thought she would figure it out. Yeah. Tom who? I said, just Tom. That's all I know. And she looked and said, you going to the hospital. Really? Yeah, I can cut on your eye and your eyes bloodshot bad. And that tooth's crooked. <laughs> and I, I wasn't perfect before. But. Oh. So anyway, I went, he said, want me to go with you? I said, no, nah, I got it. Ain't no big deal. So I called the buddy to come get the turkey to clean it for me. And I jumped in the truck and went to the hospital. <laughs> this is the part. Typical South. I pulled in the emergency room there, and it was full of a bunch of People with their kids. Right. It was all piled up there. I pulled in. They all went to one corner. <laughs> they scared to death. <laughs> What's wrong with them, you know? And I didn't think a thing about it at the time. And so I rolled up there, and a big old fat lady back there behind me, behind the counter there, she said, can I help you? And right then, you know, I said, can I help? I fell in a wheelchair, pulled up in the emergency room, and you asked, can you help him? <laughs> And I, I said, yes, I, yeah, I, I need some help. I need a doctor to see my eye, my tooth, and my, and my head there busted open. He said, okay. She, she looked at me real strong there, you know, and kind of. And she said, well, what happened to you? I, said, I got in a fight. <laughs> <laughs> and I just grinned when I said it. And she, eyes got big, you know. So here, hand me some papers. You go over there and sit down and fill these papers out. And that didn't suit me. I said, damn it, I'm already sitting down, and I'm going to have to have you come help fill these papers out. <laughs> so she said, well, just, just, just go right over there to that corner. I said, yes, sir. The other corner was full. So I got that one there. So I was sitting there and waiting for it to come back out, and she stick her head out, swing the door, and 
Stick her head out again, swing her door. Somebody else would do it. Finally, she came out and got on the phone. I said, you know what she's doing? She's calling the law. Because <laughs> <laughs> I got in a fight with Tom. It's a small town, so I, I knew all that. I said, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get out of here. So she went back in there, so I took off and got in the van and left. And I was pulling in. They were pulling they were pulling in as I was pulling out, and I called my doctor to come sew my face up and went to the dentist and got everything straightened out. My eye wasn't bad. But that was my first turkey by myself since then. Oh, my goodness. That, that is. Isn't it amazing if you want to do something, how, how far you'll push yourself to do it? Exactly. It's, that might be the best story that I've really heard. Bad. One of the top stories I've ever heard in my life. And I'm glad it was shared on there. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and tell you. It's recorded. So that is, that is an awesome story. I got How many years this ago? This is, this is exactly why I fell in love with Mr. Bobby at that <laughs> hunt on that you, refuge. He was just you. like that there. And I, me and Jason was like, man, this is this dude. We got to get hooked up with him. <laughs> oh, my goodness. How many years ago was that? I did that, that was probably in 94. I got hurt in 92. And, and you know, trying to get right back into hunting, but we started that group, and that helped a lot. I had a lot of people before me help me. Right. You know, and that, that this, you know, might not be what I use now, but it's the start of what I use now to hunt. Right. And, you know, and after we first started, and I got seeing the kids and stuff, didn't have equipment, and this, that, and the other. I kind of made it. That's I'm gonna buy stuff up and have it. Right. That I can give it to this kid. You know, mm-hmm. not loan it. I mean, get, I give it to it and make sure he has a ride from somebody to the next hunt. Right. And let him experience. But then you know, I turn him loose. You know, it's it's. You give us a couple of rests and, yeah. and stuff. Yeah, I mean, give the KT team stuff. You know, but it's just got. I, I just anytime something comes up new, you know, I buy it so it'll be available. For, I've got what I need, but you know, there's other folks. It's important for me to everybody have the opportunity. And then I don't do pity party with them or nothing. It's just this is what we're going to do. And if you're interested, I can have, make it happen for you. Now, how old are you now, Mr. Bobby? I'm about 69. 69. Yeah, you know, I guess I'm the old man in the crowd. Yeah, you got me a few years. Yeah, that's all right. You know, I've been hunting turkeys for years and years. We're just like Kate. You know, we we talk. Back in the old days, mm-hmm. when they were just all up and down the creeks, you know. Right. It, it's, 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 it's good. I don't know if we'll ever get it back like that, but, it's, but you don't have to have all that to have what you got with the KT team. Right. We go out and hear a bird in one morning. We've had a good time, and we're going to eat some crackers and drink a little water. And have a good morning. Oh, there's no question we're going to have a good morning. See, that's that's awesome. That's what it's all <laughs> that about. Was, that is awesome, and 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 I can see why KT that y'all decided that Mr. Bobby belonged in this. Oh room. yeah, oh, I yeah. bet when you and Jason get firing off at one another, mm. it's a trip. It, it, it could be something. I just got my first hat tonight. I think I stole yeah. it from y'all. <laughs> I may not be a member. I stole my way in. That's me. That's me. Oh my goodness! Well, that is that is that's awesome. I can't I can't thank you enough for telling that story because that'll 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 go as down as probably one of the best stories we'll that's ever right. hear on here. So, um, Nick, I, I got to have you hit it. Got to do it. Yeah, All right, Mr. Bobby, you sat on the sidelines here for a couple people. Um, give us a piece of advice that you'd share with somebody. I, it just 
keep the faith and, and don't ever give up. You know, I, I, I preach that hard. It, you know, it, it doesn't matter whatever situation you're in. There's help out there. There's something, if you need it, you can do it or you can do it yourself. But don't ever give up. That's with my, you just, you just don't do it. That's just, I don't, I don't listen to it. If somebody can't take of that story that you just said and understand that you didn't give up, then then they're listening to that all wrong. Yeah, absolutely. And 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 I hope Cody got. I don't know if Cody got that on video or not of the the oh my, oh my goodness. goodness the expression they flopping all around. Yeah. But the expression. But <laughs> if you didn't if you didn't take anything out of that video, that's that's one thing you can take out is don't give up. I mean, you you showed how much passion that you have for the outdoors by getting out there doing that. Even you know even that turkey giving the death flop. Right there in your face. I couldn't imagine oh, had that thing's foot <laughs> in my mouth and that well, thing. you know good. how strong they are yeah, when they yeah. start flopping. And yes. He had, he had you can't hold them. spurs, too. Ooh. You know, and I knew that, and I was flopping even harder. Oh, please don't. <laughs> I was trying to grab him, but he finally said, okay. <laughs> oh, Well, uh, other, other than that inch and a quarter spurs sticking you in your face or your eyeball, what else are you thankful for? I'm real – Thankful for the people that surrounded me when I when I got hurt. It, I didn't realize what I had in friendship. I got had people come that I didn't know I touched, and for years and years, you know, people way back that I, I took a kid dove hunting or something. Or one instance, it just blew my mind. We were on a dove shoot. I shot the dove, and it fell over toward another fellow with his son, and. I just backed off and let that son kill that bird. They showed up at the hospital. I never did do that, you know. Mm -hmm. But the people that surround us in times of need is, is, is real strong and it's still real strong. KT team is, is a good example of that. You know, there's still people out there with a strong need. Right. To have fellowship and to have a direction to go. Absolutely. And they're, and they're providing that here. Some people, and I think KT kind of brought this up earlier, and I kind of thought about this too. When KT first said he met Jason, he didn't really know how to act. And, and you know, I think coming down here, I'm not going to lie and say that I did or didn't, but I, I don't know how to, you know, I don't know how to act or how to act around you guys or how, what you need help with or anything like that. And I don't want to come off and feel embarrassed about myself or embarrass you guys. So, um I think there's ways that people can help one another out there, not just with the KT team. I think there's other ways that people are disabled we can help. And you're, you're normal just like I am. You know, you just have a little bit of a disability. And we, we shouldn't feel that way even though we do, but I think it's just a, just a way we think through our day-to-day -day life. But I think that people would just get out there and ask somebody if they need some help. And because a lot of people, and you probably don't like to ask for help, um, but if we just get out there and help one another – that's what this world's about, is helping one another. I mean, there's no question about it. I've got, you know, I don't ask for help unless I have to. And I got a way that I do it. It works, especially with a group of women or something around. <laughs> I can't I, wait to hear this one. <laughs> you know, they, I, I'm struggling with something. Nobody will help me. I, I get my lower lip. I stick it out and wiggle it a little. Oh, they just come. What do you need? What you need, Mr. Bobby? What you need? Uh, give me that drink there. I mean, the crowd, I, I got to pick my crowds on that. Oh, my goodness. So. Mr. Bobby, you at 69 year old have more piss and vinegar in you than most 20 year olds that I've met. 
And the the opportunity to meet people like you should not be passed up by anybody. And uh, I sure appreciate you you taking the time to talk with us. And uh, it, it doesn't go any 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 different than anybody we've talked to already. But you know it's it's been a pleasure, and that's well, it's a still, lot of fun. We're still making the same story. Me and Carrie gonna make up a good one in the morning. Well, y'all ain't y'all ain't going with me and Alex, so we're Team Jason tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> it's a battleground tomorrow. It is a battleground. I don't know if we might need to talk yeah. about that. Yeah, we'll we'll do that with the, with <laughs> if the we kill turkey. <laughs> we kill turkey. You'll you'll know, <laughs> right? You remember my little Taz dog a while ago? Yeah, that's that's what we're gonna do to the turkey. All right. Oh, oh yeah. We definitely don't need to talk about that on podcast. <laughs> and Mr. Bobby said, if you do it, I'm going to be on top of you. <laughs> so we're going to jump on the turkey. Oh, Cody, I hope you got plenty of film tomorrow. Oh, that'll be the second thing I am a shotgun at. <laughs> oh, me. Well, Mr. Bobby, it's been a pleasure. We appreciate you coming on. And, uh, we uh we got we got just just one more little little section here and uh and we'll wrap up the KT team uh podcast. So um Mr. Bobby, once again, good luck tomorrow. Oh yeah. And uh luck ain't got nothing to do with it. I got carried calling. Uh, <laughs> Wait, I'm talking about it. Pump your brakes. There we go. We got one in on it. There you go. I love it and I can't wait to can't wait to talk to you more tomorrow. So we'll definitely around. Definitely going to. So, thank you very much, Mr. Bobby. You got it, Cal. All right. Nick, you know, it's been an amazing evening already. And uh, the, the the what we went through on the way down here when we were talking about what we wanted to get out of this evening has uh, – it's it's come tenfold to what I would have – would have ever imagined. Um, and it's only been the first night. And uh, the opportunity, you know, for us to come down here that was extended to us – Right out of the gate, Jason said, yeah, we're going to do something with you. And then we got in touch with KT and got something set up to come down here. And for us to come out and, and be able to fellowship with these guys and the stories that we've been able to hear and, you know, the conversations that we've been able to have already and the amazing food, and it's been more than I would have ever imagined it to be. And uh, I, know it's, I know it's been fun for you and Cody as well. Open arms, man. We've come in here and we've took over the – We've took over the living room here in the new gin house, and we've got all of our stuff laid everywhere. And Mine and yours still in the back of the truck. <laughs> <laughs> all of our clothes are anyway, but we've took it over with a podcast. But, man, they've, they've welcomed us in. We had some fine dining, and can't wait to get up in the morning. And Team Jason. <laughs> yeah, that's right, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I don't know. We like a little challenge. We like a little chill, like a little poking. Me and fun. Nick on side bet in the morning. Yeah, we still ain't gonna get to hunt. You, I done told I you thirty pa- thirty pack. Well, me and Nick been talking all season. We're you know we hadn't hunted. We've never turkey hunted together. We're really? Still not gonna uh, get to. So nope. we just you know. There's always next year. Yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. <laughs> but no, I've been sitting on the sidelines a lot tonight, which is fine. I enjoyed it because just sitting over there listening because y'all are so focused here, but listening to these stories and then. Like you said earlier, watching everybody in the background, you can just see the love and compassion and the you know the fellowship and the passion everybody has for the same things here, and it's just it speaks a lot louder than what's being even said here. So it's just 
You it's can, an amazing opportunity. You can see somebody saying something here at the table, and I can look over there and see those ladies shaking their heads. Just, you just you know that everybody's passionate, and we're, I, I feel like we're all doing this for the right reason. I feel like we've all been brought for here for even more than just a podcast or just fine dining or turkey hunting, whatever it may be. So there's no telling where this thing may go with us. And I've, we've made a friendship beyond what I thought it would be, just giving you a call, KT. I mean, you open arms and talk to me like you know me all of your life. So, yeah, I, first night. I yeah. mean, and I get to sit and watch KT call on end about 10 yards from where I watch. <laughs> smacking the face. That would be awful. Well, Man. you know, I, I, would, I would say that that would be awful, awful exciting, but I get to sit and watch one of my best old buddies call on end. Like I, Jason I, gonna, face. I, I know call. that. I'll start backing up now. Don't you do it. No, Jason. No. Jason's, oh, Jason's going to go off. Yeah. If Jason says, slip back here. <laughs> he's I'm gone. Back. He's gone. Nick I'm gone. Be like a, he's like a spider monkey getting, <laughs> gone. Up, getting gone. Well, um, you know, Nick, we talked about this earlier. Um, we 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 brought these guys the the check down here um, for the fundraiser we did. And yep. real quick, if you don't, y'all don't mind, I'm gonna run through the list of names of, of people that that actually contributed, and, and I'm gonna go through this kind of fast. And um, so, um, first off, and and this is in no particular order by any right. any means, but um, Casey Waldrop, Nikki Ray, Jason Gates, uh, William Powell, Stephen Embriano, Jenny and Tony Wilkie. Brian Cottrell, uh, Naomi Holcomb, Cody Watson, Nicholas Wilson, Jason Lewis, Casey Blanton, Nathan Weaver, uh, Tammy Damon and Dylan Harmon, Seth Ledford, John Waters, uh, Cedar Kim, um, Matt Mulkey, Joshua Underwood, Shad Brunson, Jim Berger, Jennifer Poole, Mark DeBoard, Billy and Angela Brunson, Eric Kendricks, Jack Wilson, Jeremy Wilson, Jamie Morgan, Courtney Delano, Nancy Watson, and Ted Watson, Sue Moore, uh, Kelsey Wilson, Tracy Sadecki, Tommy and Ashley Cooper, Charlotte Chadwick, Diane and Fred Harmon, Scott and Kelly Hooper, Rachel Molina, Brittany Weaver, the dentist office of Greg Elwell, Kyle Johnson, Cody Fowler, Charles Wiggins, Zach Sims, Daniel Sagrado, Dan Turner, uh, DT Chiropractic, Adam Hand, Justin Thompson, Cody Mayo, Adam Dobson, Reeves Young Construction, H2O Innovations, Blaine Loggins, Eric Garrison, Alex DeBoard, and Shag Jordan. And to be honest with you, the list is short, but they, they came forth, you know, for us. And and that's, you know, it wasn't for we, – we didn't plan on recognizing anybody for that. It's not to put anybody out on it that, that didn't, but, oh. you know, it's – no, we we felt like they need appreciation. Yeah, and it goes goes beyond saying um, what it's meant to us. And and well, yeah, I want to say they all these people does not realize what all this is going for. I mean, it's so much stuff that we do. The golf carts, y'all saw the golf cart, um, food plots, blinds. I mean, it's make this stuff happen. Yeah. You know, they, they was giving money to help the KT team, and which is awesome. But what it goes for, this this KT team lodge, shooting house, I mean, there's so much stuff that, that it goes for. That's it's just it's amazing. Yeah, and, and and as we talked about it, it was it was more and more prevalent what they realized, you know, what it meant to us. And after coming down here tonight, 
it, it, we we see firsthand what it means to you guys and whether it had been five dollars or right. you know fifty thousand right. dollars i mean exactly. it's it's every dollar that that counted you know and that's what we continue to say to people you know we don't care what you give it doesn't matter just give something that's right you know because you don't realize what this is going to and you know it's that's been good so um nick what else you got nothing man i've thoroughly enjoyed this um I was kind of been sitting here pondering on how I was going to ask this because you heard this several times, Kerry, but do you have any advice for anybody? Like Jason told me, just have faith. Yeah. This this is this has opened my eyes. I mean a, a good a good example is a lot of churches want us to come speak. Right. Now, I can go to Bass Pro. I can give a seminar on turkey calling, deer hunting, just for hours. I said, Jason, I can't go to, I mean, I went to church all my life, but I can't quote you no scriptures. Right. You know, um, going to church was a thing my family done, and, you know, we did it. Mm -hmm. Um, Tried to, you know, but I never knew. In, In other words, that old saying that we've all heard, the Lord works in mysterious ways. I didn't know what to say at these churches. And Jason said, well, just pray about it. And it just like that, it come to me. Right. God is using my passion of hunting in the outdoors to touch people. And it all started, and in, in, in a church, I hold up a turkey call. That's mysterious ways right there. That's right. Yeah. He's using that turkey call. That's how I met Jason. Yeah. Through a turkey call. So he's using a passion that I've loved that I, I used to I don't I won't say I got in trouble, but I would lay out of school. I'd skip school to go hunting. I'd lay out of work before I had a family to go hunting, fishing, whatever. You know. Yeah. It, I mean, I loved it. And now God's using that to help me change lives. So, you know, something you love. Really pay attention to it. That's right. And, and I, honestly, I think by saying that, I think this is what this podcast is doing for myself. I can't mm-hmm. speak for them too, but for this podcast, this is what it's. I think this is what it's done for me. Yep. So it's uh, it's it's powerful. It is, and that's how he's touched me through my passion of the outdoors. Because I mean, I love it, you know. And and he's using that. So that's my testimonial at a church, and it it's pretty easy to talk about it, you know. Yeah. Um, it's easy to talk about stuff when you believe in it. Yep. <clears throat> well, what are you most thankful for? My faith. Yeah. Family. My wife. <clears throat> right there. Yeah. My kids. I, I could tell tonight she's a she's a hardworking she, woman. Yep. And she's she's passionate. Um. Something that. And it does have something to do with what we're talking about. I started competition calling 25-ish years ago. Every competition I've ever been to, she's been there. Really? How many wives you know would go sit through? Y'all ever been to a turkey calling competition? If you're not into it, it can get boring. Yeah. So she's in And what I'm getting at is she's behind all of this. I mean, she's. You can tell. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's it's. You know, passion of hers too, and she sees this changing her life, her outlook. Anybody that's involved, just like you just said, you're seeing it. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
God's using it. That's right. You know? He's using us all for something. We just got to realize what it is and keep yep. doing it. Jason said it well. If him being in that wheelchair, Mr. Bobby, any of our guys, but Jason said, if me being in this wheelchair will change one life, I'll ride it the rest of my life. Amen. That's all it takes. That's what we said at the beginning of this. Yep. So, man, I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. Thanks for inviting us down here. Man, I know we're gonna, I know we're gonna get out tomorrow and Ooh, we're gonna have a we're gonna get in the woods. We got I know we got a fine. I keep hearing about this fine dining for for lunch. Hopefully we're back here taking some good photos and and um, if not we'll just have a good time out there. Oh yeah, and we'll cut up fun. and laugh and I'm see get, what it's all about. I'm get Bobby to hold that turkey up by his mouth. <laughs> <in the morning. laughs> Y'all, I, I haven't heard that story yet. That's the first time. I've heard really? that story. Oh my goodness, yeah. that was amazing. That'll be, and a, I could picture it, especially when he put that toe in his mouth. Because I know yeah, how yeah. a turkey can flop. No way. Oh, oh my Waddy, what do you got, man? Close man, nothing. I just just glad to be here and experience all this and. I mean, it definitely makes you look at yourself harder and really get down to what matters, really appreciate everything. So I'm just glad to be here for the rest of the weekend and enjoy it. It's probably going to be – I watched a many a turkey season go out, and it's kind of a sad weekend for me. You know, we're going to go one more day, but I think this is probably going to be my best closing weekend that I've ever had. <laughs> That's I hope awesome. so. I hope so. Win, lose, or draw. Oh, yeah. That's it. Well, as we've said, you know, all night, it's been an amazing experience to come down here and, and talk with everyone. And, you know, it was it was never about for, for us coming down here for anything else but to meet you guys and, and be a part of this, even more than we felt like we already were. And what it's brought to me is in a, a better understanding of the friendships and how they can develop. Um, seeing all these gentlemen, Mr. Bobby, Jason, uh, Tim, Mr. George, you know, everyone here has developed a friendship. And one thing we can take away from it for me is, you know, be a better friend, not just a steward for the outdoors, but if you'll be a better friend, because I, I've been blessed with some amazing people in my life. I mean, last year I went through what I would consider a traumatic experience with my hand. I mean, blew my thumb off, mm -hmm. thought my season was over. And these two were right there, you know, telling me, it ain't over for you, buddy. You know, and I was sitting at home, oh, woe is me, pitiful, you know, all this, that, and the other, and trying to be down on it. And and these two were there. This one especially was, was there, you know, Cody was right there – I was like, man, I'm not going to get to go to Illinois in November. He's like, why? You know, why Why are you not? Hell, crossbows are legal there. Right. Let's go. Get your crossbow. And I remember it came in the mail, and we got it, and he's out there sighting it in because I can't do anything with it. And, I mean, it's it's amazing when you surround yourself with the right people. And Jason, I told him on our podcast uh, we did with him, there's a, there's an old saying, and we've said it a lot, um, that Doyle Lane up in Tennessee – a dear friend of mine, he says, good people find good people. And I honestly believe that's the case. No matter where you go, you're going to find – you'll find bad people and people that, that don't want to be, you know, happy. But, man, down here, if you ain't smiling – and I'm oh, telling yeah. you, from the time we pulled in that yard, oh, y'all yeah. saw me oh, get out yep. and I was grinning, yep. and I ain't quit grinning all night. And, you know, I think that's – happiness is something that we take for granted – and the ability to do things is something we take for granted in everything we do. 
And uh, I'm just tonight. I'm thankful, you know, not for not for anything else, but for the opportunity to come down here and experience this. And I hope that everyone out there that's helped us to get to this point, whether it was you know, words of encouragement, whether it was a donation to the KT team, whether it was a phone call wishing us luck this weekend. And we got a lot of them. I mean, mm-hmm. we, we had a lot of comments <clears throat> and words and everything else as we went on our lives, on our social media, and, you know, reached out to people and said, hey, we're going south this weekend. There's never anybody that said, well, I hope y'all don't have no luck. You know, right. they, didn't, they didn't have that, you know, connotation. It was a very positive approach to it. And I hope that it continues to build from here because if if it doesn't get any – I don't see how it can get any higher than tonight, but I guess we're going to wake up in the morning and find <laughs> out. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, Nick, I want to thank you for uh, for reaching out to Jason and bringing this to my attention in the very beginning um, after seeing what – Dave Owens. I was going to say thanks to Dave. You know, that's, Dave that's, really that's segued. That plan. Yeah, that's that right. Exactly. That plan, but exactly Dave, right. for us to meet Dave, you know, I met Dave a long time ago. I don't know yeah. if he told y'all the story. No, no. His very first calling contest was Georgia State. And I didn't realize this, but when he didn't do real well, and when he, I heard Dave, and I was like, I've always, back then, I want to help people. Yeah. And he come off stage upset, and I said, Dave, you got it. You got the turkey, stay with it, don't let it discourage you. I said, you got what it takes to win a Grand National. And he reminded – well, actually, Drew, his brother, reminded me of that after he won the Grand Nationals. He said, do you remember? I said, no, I don't remember. But, <laughs> you know, so – and then Dave, y'all doing the podcast with him, and it's that plan. It is. And we hit – you know, Dave is probably the hottest name in turkey hunting right now in this country. And for us to have got the opportunity to speak with him – it didn't bring us anything as far as notoriety or anything else, but what it did bring us was an opportunity to come right, right. here. Mm-hmm. Right. right here. I mean, tonight. That's what that opportunity brought us. And, man, it's it's crazy. It's a crazy thing. What did I say, go? Powerful stuff going on. It is. sure is. That's right. Powerful. How do people walk in this world without faith? It's a sad, sad time. And we've talked about that a lot, and we've, you know, we've – preached be thankful and and smile and this that and other faith is all of that and it's you know uh, uh it's a it's whatever you put into it you're gonna get out of it and uh man what an experience so hey we can't thank you enough kt for the man, invitation thank y'all. thank you thank y'all and thank Absolutely. thank all of those team members that you just named that's that's part of the kt team right. team and family there that's you right. go that's when jason named it the team that's part of the team. Right that's there. right. It's, it's a big team. It is. <laughs> we'll, grow, we'll keep growing it any way we can. Yeah, that's right. Well, we appreciate it. Well, in, in podcast land, uh, we're going to wake up in the uh, in the morning. Y'all ain't going to know this is going on, but tomorrow we're going to go turn one's head into jail. I hope you're right. <laughs> hey, if we don't, we're going to have a good time that's either right. way. For everybody here at Talk About It Outdoors, we want to thank you for tuning into this amazing episode. We want to continue to, you know, Ask you to go over and support the KT team. You can find them on all the social media platforms. It's KT team on Instagram and uh, Facebook. You can see all their videos posted there. You can see uh, some hunts that they've done with uh, the KT team over on the Penhody Project on Carbon TV. You can find stuff about them on YouTube. You can see any of their videos. And, hey, talk about it outdoors over on YouTube. is going to have an amazing video content dropped probably next week. So, 
Y'all stay with us and stay tuned. And as always, and probably more than we've ever been able to say, we want to remind you to smile as you go and don't forget, mount the memories. <laughs>